Today's guest is DJ Pressplay. I uh, had the pleasure of meeting DJ Pressplay out at the Flying Joe in Perrysburg at Levis Commons. So if you're in Perrysburg, Ohio, and uh, need a cup of coffee, go to Flying Joe's. They're so awesome and supportive of the show, and they let me set up there. Uh, DJ Pressplay is a producer and he just he's about to release uh, on uh let's see what was it it's june 7th friday june 7th is his his album drops everywhere itunes spotify uh it's called living will by dj press play it features abby sarabia night heart does the only two people i can remember my bad everybody else it has a ton of toledo talent on it so i definitely suggest if you're listening to to this in a different state. Check it out, man. Uh, they uh, there's a lot of talent here, a lot of young talent, and uh, and and uh, you guys know Nightheart. And you met Nightheart, and uh, you, you know Chris Kelly, and and there's there's this cool little hip hop scene here that uh, that I'm, I'm digging. Uh, anyways, yeah. So uh, DJ Press Play also has a CD release show at Frankie's this Friday, June seventh. So go check him out. Support, support, support. Buy his album. Check it out. Uh, a lot of work into this, and you'll hear all about it. You're gonna hear how much thought went into this album, and and you know, and and uh, there's a lot of heavy content in the album and in this podcast. Pod podcast. In this podcast, there's lots of heavy content. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're going to get into that in a second. But first, go and check out Raina Mystique's new album, 1018, at RainaMystique.com. R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Check it out. I had the honor of penning a couple of the songs alongside my wife. And uh, they came out great. So go check it out. Uh, you can also find me and Raina playing some acoustic soul sessions uh let's see i got the dates right here um this week well so tomorrow we're doing uh the hollywood casinos toledo's got talent so if you are listening to this and you are available tomorrow around 7 p.m which is thursday uh june 6th uh we'll be doing a, a short set out at toledo's got talent at the hollywood casino uh, it's for cash prize and all this stuff. So if you can support us, please come out. That'd be great. If not, you know, just cheer from us from the sidelines. That's all we care. Send out good vibes, bruh. Okay. <laughs> and then Friday, June 7th, 8 to 11 p.m. at Hooligan's Grill in Adrian, Michigan. Saturday, 7, 8, or God damn it. It's 6 8. It's June 8th. Uh, we're going to be up in Cleo, Michigan. We'll be at the Vehicle City booth uh, playing for the High Times Magazine's Michigan Canna Cannabis Cup 2019. I'm not sure what time we're playing. Um, we're just going to be up there early in the afternoon. So if you're around, please come through. It's going to be a cannabis cup. You don't need your, uh, you don't need your, rec your recommendation card, you don't need your medical card. 
all you need is yourself and some money because <laughs> um, if you're not familiar with like the Michigan weed scene, it, these like festivals and like conventions and anytime, it's just all all the growers in Michigan come together and sell their weed at a really cheap price. So um, if you're not familiar with the Michigan weed scene, is like right now all the weed is like so fucking expensive and and there's a big transition happening from medical to to legal so there's a lot of great area happening so anyways i'm moving on now <laughs> so then that night uh june 8th we'll be back in ohio at bono tavern in bono ohio from 9 to 11 p.m so that is my weekend with reyna um plenty to do out there guys so go out there and support some music even if it's not me even if it's not DJ Press Play, go out there and, and go see some live music, man. If you're in Toledo, and even if you're in a city that you're listening to, go out and see some live music. It's it's it's, it's important. It's important to experience art. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to keep going here. This intro is going way longer than I wanted. Anyway, uh, go check out WeSpeakEnglishGood.net, the newly redesigned website. It's nice. Uh, you can email me or write, write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. Let us know how you're feeling, what, what you're thinking, uh, how we're doing. Whatever you want to say, you can call or call. You can email me. You can also, uh, if you are um, an artist out there that is looking to come on the podcast, please don't hesitate to email me. Again, it's we speak English good at gmail.com. Send me your stuff. Send me like your EPK or some songs or something. I'll give it a listen. And uh, I can't guarantee that I can get everybody on, but like uh, I'll try. If I dig what you're doing and, and I see real um, uh, valor, valor, what? <laughs> if, I, if I see uh, some real content, and I'm sorry to reduce your music to content. If I see. If I if I if I see something in it that I like, I will definitely reach back out and and um, invite you on. Uh, let's see. Follow me on Instagram at We Speak English Good. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook. We Speak English Good. Um, you can follow me Mikey Ep Mikey P on Facebook. Uh, okay, that's enough. That's enough bullshit on me. Let's jump on over to DJ Press Play out in uh, Perrysburg, Ohio. Remember, he has his album dropping on the 7th, June 7th, 2019. Album drop, website drop, cw3entertainment.com. Um, uh, Frankie's, uh, as, as Frankie's on Friday, all of it, all three, June 7th. Go fucking support. It's like fucking, uh, it burnt down. And you know what I found out just the other day? I found out that it burnt down on the anniversary of my dad's passing. So like a few years ago. Boy. So like that, that, that house wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like a childhood. It wasn't like my childhood was super awesome or anything. Like right. I did have my shit, 
but it was more like Lord of the Flies. It was, uh, it was like me and my sister were left to our own devices. Gotcha. So that place is just riddled with icky feelings of like <laughs> of the <laughs> gross things I did, and like you know, with the small towns comes like the small town people, like right. like uh, the trailer lady who wears spandex and. <laughs> It lets the kids smoke and drink in her trailer <laughs> while she, like, physically abuses her mentally disabled boyfriend. Right. So it's like that kind of shit. Have you ever heard of Gummo? Like, uh, okay, it's a movie. Uh. It's, it's, it's okay if you've never heard of it. It's fucking, it, it's, a, it's a cool movie, but right. it fucking makes you feel gross. Really? It takes place in Xena, Ohio. And um, it's by, um, fucking, what's, what's that guy's name? Harmony Corinne. Do you know who Harmony Corinne is? I don't. A filmmaker. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't watch too many movies or anything like that. You're fil- uh, you do film, right? Uh, no, I'm a producer. Oh, music I producer. Did, I thought you did uh, Jordan's videogra- uh, videography. No. Oh, who does his videography? Uh, you're talking about Baywood, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Venters, I think it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. My bad, man. I knew, I've listened to your stuff. I mean, <laughs> I, I definitely dig what you do, but I thought you also did photography. Uh. No, Not bad, it's dude. all good. My bad. It's all good. <laughs> Anyways, now, now that you know about my fucking redneck white trash upbringing, <laughs> tell me about yours. How was White House going as a kid? Did you have uh, like, a lot of music in your family? Or? No. Well, I don't know. Okay, so my story's kind of like weird. And we're with DJ Press Play right now. I just want to let everybody know. <laughs> so, um,. I was born in Amarillo, Texas, and then nice. I was adopted, and now I'm here. But <laughs> <laughs> now I'm fucking here. Yeah, now I'm in fucking Ohio. Do you uh, do you remember being, uh, were you a baby when you were yeah, adopted? Yeah, I was okay. a baby. But uh, yeah, I don't remember anything from Amarillo, but now White House is like boring as shit. And like, <laughs> there's literally nothing to do there. It's just... You know... I, that, I, I know that feeling because I had that same restlessness growing up in right. the city. I mean, even though Toledo is a city, right. it's still a small city. There's plenty to get in trouble here. To, you know, there's plenty to there's plenty to do to get in trouble. Right. But there's not plenty to do to keep you occupied in a positive right. way. Right. <laughs> so that shit gets a little out of hand. Yeah. Um, uh, were you were you trouble when you were younger? Are you still uh, trouble? I don't know. No, nah, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to be trouble. My mom just kept me like inside at all times. She's oh like, yeah. It's like you can play in the yard, but don't go up to the park. As I live by a park. Oh, uh, like, that one the- park that like the only park in there yeah. that has that road going and okay where yeah. they have the food trucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I played there before. Did you? It's nice. <laughs> yeah. When you were saying White House, there's nothing to do. I was like, oh, there's this nice little food truck thing that they right. do there every Tuesday that yeah. Asa puts up. But yeah, no, uh, there's, there's like there's that, but like that's also where like. Back when I was a kid, that's where like all the like kids that did drugs went. So my mom did was like, drugs, right? Yeah, my mom was like, "You're not going up there, at least right. by yourself." I was like, "Fuck!" All the neighborhood kids <laughs> yeah. gathering around, fucking yeah. smoke their like shitty weed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh but. yeah, but that's that's the fun thing about small towns. I mean, it's it's gross because it's sort of incestuous, but it's uh. But it's fun because you also know everybody and you can kind of connect everybody on like right. a very personal way. Whereas, like, in bigger cities, there's this, you, you just sort of lost in the numbers. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you have that, or were you not very connected to your neighborhood? Uh, I wasn't very connected to it, just because, like, I was kind of, like, everyone else was out doing their own thing, and I was just kind of inside, just like. Kind of like, your mom didn't want you to go out there, and then you were like, I kind of want to go out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like, yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> like, 
cool. I I was at the time focused on playing baseball. Oh, okay. So cool. yeah, because my mom, my mom like growing up, she always told me I never had a musical bone in my body. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a weird thing to tell your child. Right. Because like when I was young, I wanted to play piano, and oh. she's like, she's like, you don't have a musical bone in your body. Why did like, she right. say that? What led her to believe that? Uh, to be honest, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> she just she's, she's just like, listen. She's like, you don't have it. Listen, <laughs> I, I know nothing about your past, right. but. I know for a fact that you don't have yeah. any <laughs> musical ability in right. there at all. There's nothing. Because, I, I, I mean, yeah, okay. So, yeah. please, continue. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I interjected no. there. No. Uh, but, yeah, no, I honestly don't know why she said that, which is kind of like why I think I pushed myself so hard. Probably. Um, That's why. Right. Like, like, people tell you can't. And you're right. Like, yeah, it's please. like, watch me. Yeah, yeah, it's gross when people do right. that. Right. But, yeah, so I was focused on baseball because that's what she, like, sort of let me play or do. Did she, did she ever try? Was she musical at all? Or no. Did she... Well, I think she played an instrument in, like, band or something. Mm -hmm. But other than that. That's interesting. Yeah, my sister played flute. Cool. Yeah. Did she stick with it? Or she uh, just... Through high school. Cool. Yeah. I know. Yeah, whatever. So, so you, uh, okay, so how did you then get into making music? Um, if, if, if I find this a lot only because when you talk to people, you tend to find out how they're brought up, but right. you know, like when there's like this, um, it's not negative connotation. There's not this negative connotation that being a musician comes with, um, mm. you when you're talking to your parents about like, Hey, I'm interested in this and they're right. talking you out of it. Right. Because it, it, at the heart of it, they're looking out for your best interest because this is not the career to right. choose if you're looking for... Um, stability. You, yeah, stability. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So I get their point. Right. But the problem is is that I feel like when you start um, putting down that aspect of creativity, it, it's very easy for you to put down other aspects of creativity. And even if it's someone who just plays flute through high school... The ability to read music, to play music, only increases your other abilities to learn and absorb information. Right. In the archaic way that this school system delivers it these days. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, uh, so I get it. I get why they do it. But it also right. sort of, I feel like it also inadvertently makes you not want to learn other things, right. too. Yeah. Like, it's just sort of, like, just... Just by association, just because you do get better at other things. You excel in reading and, 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 and math and right. all these studies that show that learning music subsequently with, you know, other, you, you, you flourish. Right. So I feel like when you're taking that away from a kid, you're taking away their ability to learn better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's just interesting to me, like, you know, right. but, but then I find out that those when I talk to those people, they turn out to be badasses because they're like, fuck this. You, know? <laughs> like, it, 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 you have to have that kind of attitude when you're going into this business. You yeah. kind of got to be like, fuck what you're thinking. Because when you tell people what you do or when you tell people what you want to be, mm -hmm. I mean, how often, especially when it's people who aren't musicians, right. how often are, is it met with like, oh, man, you think you're going to be able to do that? <laughs> you don't think you should go to college and maybe get a backup plan or yeah. something? You know, like I how many people? College, it doesn't work very well nah. <laughs> for me. Yeah. But for you, obviously. <laughs> so tell me, how did you get? How did you? Uh, 
I actually I just started like making random beats on GarageBand at school because I was bored in school. Oh sweet, because yeah, yeah, they have that. You have access to that. School right. Now. I didn't yeah. have access to that. <laughs> so yeah, I just like started making like beats. Well, it started off making mixes, mm -hmm. just like mashups and stuff, and right. then uh, that evolved into beats eventually. Like just wanting to like recreate instrumentals from like popular songs. Mm -hmm. Like I tried to remake uh, the Amelie beat. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I love Lil Wayne. But, Hell uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I tried doing that and it turned out decent. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> so that motivated you yeah, to go further. Right. Yeah. And I just kept doing it. And then eventually I'm like, all right, I'm actually kind of good at this. Was it something that you sort of slipped into kind of easily? Did it come naturally uh, to you or was it something that you really had to work hard for? I had to work hard to like, like hear different layers because mm -hmm. i like at first i never realized how many layers like went into music right. uh once i like realized and like learned like different layer different layers of like instrumentals and beats and stuff mm -hmm. i was just like all right i can do this this yeah. isn't that bad right. i mean it's time consuming as fuck right <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I taught myself everything I know. Well, YouTube taught me everything I know. Right. So. Yeah. Join the club. Everybody's right. YouTube university, son. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is bomb. Right. And it's free. Right. Uh, also, shout out Baywood, because I've been watching a bunch of his videos. Oh, yeah. Baywood, <laughs> man, he, he is a very. Um, he's smart as fuck. He's very motivated and very yeah. smart. And uh, it's interesting to see someone in that motivated at that age. You know what I mean? And, right. And, um, like he he's just like I, I just he's he's like I love to see that because I feel like and I, I talk about this a lot, you know, talking to young people and instead right. of just assuming that young people are fucking retards. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. That was <laughs> awful. Um, thinking that young people aren't considerate or whatever it is, aren't really thinking things through and right. just sort of reactive. And, not, and there is a lot of that. But then you have to step back and be like, hey, you're that old guy who's just like, <laughs> say it in my day. You right. know, like, okay, so like, fucking step back. Right. It's a new generation. This is how it's going to be. And, 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 and the world's not going to stop producing smart people, um, no matter how hard America tries to change that. Right. But fucking, yeah. uh, you know, the world's not going to stop creating smart, creative people. And wherever you have smart, creative people, you're going to have a, something to say. Right. And whether we connect on whatever we connect on, you know, like as, as long as it's human and, and it's real, that's what I'm looking for. And that's what I say, like, when, I, when I'm like talking to Nightheart or yeah. uh, I talk to Baywood or, or any of the young guys I've been talking to is like you're restoring my faith because it's like. Because, like, I didn't think I was able to really connect right. with youth, which is a huge problem, especially as a musician, because the youth is That's really your at. target. Yeah. <laughs> so you should probably try to stay connected <laughs> right. and see what's going on. Uh, Monty's so ahead of his time, too. Like, Who? Uh, Nightheart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so no, ahead of his time. Just no, like, he's, he's, he's awesome, He's man. one of the smartest people I know. He's 17. Very smart. That's very like, clever young crazy. man. Yeah. I, he was a joy to talk to. Yeah. And, um, you know, he had a rough he had a rough life, but right. I think that sort of is, is informing his yeah. the rest of it. You right. Because like, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to be his hardships. Yeah. He could overcome that. Right. And so, like, what what was it for you that uh, sort of inspired you to start start 
going in full force because is this all you do now or do uh, you have like other jobs i have another job i'm a sweet. chef but sweet yeah. hell yeah but no i like i'm trying to do this full time in the right. next like year mm-hmm. so yeah no i just i don't know just like my friends motivate me like nightheart uh yeah. my friend sin uh he motivates me um my my artist because I have my own label. Oh sweet! What's uh, it called? Uh, CW3 Entertainment. Okay, I've seen. Yeah. Okay, it's going through your stuff. <laughs> no wonder I saw CW3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, you put that together. So okay, so l- let's just back up a little bit with your beat making. Mm-hmm. How far did you go into? So do you do primarily samples? Are you proficient with? Do you know music? Do you know music at any level other than yeah. like sample and stuff? And I don't mean to sound right. like an asshole. <laughs> if I sound like an asshole, nah, but when I do talk to some producers, some producers are very much by ear, right? And very much by like you know, I just flip samples, bitch. You know, right. Whatever, pay me. And that's fine. <laughs> right. It's like there is an art to all of it. Right. So I was just curious um, what level a lot of study m- you've put into actually learning music, and please ignore my fucking <laughs> asshole. In, no. in in shit there, okay? <laughs> Please not, ignore it. You're good. When I say actually, that's it, right. just to me that comes out as asshole. No, so, you're good. I'm sorry. What? Um, you, so, how familiar are you with like music theory and stuff like that? Uh, music theory. I wouldn't say I'm too familiar with it, yeah, but maybe. I've like I don't know. I feel like I have a good ear for music, mm-hmm. so like everything I do is like. Granted, I'm probably the slowest producer you'll ever work with. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> but it's because like I'll just put like put down a random like beat mm. uh like kicks and drums and shit and then I'll just build from there and eventually I'm like all right this sounds all right let's go one step further with it and mm-hmm. I just keep going so do you uh when you come across songs maybe okay so let's say you you got your kick and your beat you got a beat and solid Mm-hmm. You know, your baseline, whatever. But then you hit this wall. Do you tend to walk away from those beats where you hit that wall where you're like, "Fuck, I don't even know where this is going. <laughs> this has turned into a fucking mess." Right. Abandoned ship. Do you come back to those, or do you find yourself just sort of they get lost in the hard drive? How do you how do you um, handle music that you kind of get stuck on? It, or do you get stuck? I, I get stuck all the time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but some people don't. Like right. Some people are just forever inspired. Right. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, Fucking asshole. Leave some room for everybody else, right? right? Um, <laughs> no, like... Baywood. Baywood. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking around. Uh, no, like, there'll be times where I'll, like, start a beat and then not, like, finish it for a year two years even yeah and like on uh my album that's coming out friday um there's a beat on there from 2013 okay and i just didn't know what to do with it and i finished it up this year and we made a song out of it It okay yeah Yeah, so so you can you kind of walk us through what brought you back to that to that song, to that particular beat that maybe uh, you got stuck on, like from 2013, right. or um, was that a completed song that you sort of brought back and just re-released it, or released um, it? So it was really just me just being bored in my apartment and was like, <laughs> like I want to like do something. So I was just like, well, I haven't touched this beat in six okay. years, so. So you're like, you're like, I should do something with right. that. What what song did that end up being? Do you, uh, if you don't mind. That's a great question. I should probably know this. There's 30 songs on this motherfucker. I know. There's 30 songs, <laughs> so 24 features. I don't expect features. you to remember. <laughs> um, 
That's a big, also, I want to say that's a big project to uh, undertake and to release. But, yeah. but I, I do want to know what song that ended up being because that's that's interesting to me. Um, and we FYB will. Freestyle. FYB Freestyle. Is yeah. that the one that you just had a video for? Uh, no, that is... Is that with the ukulele? Is that Was that you? I'm so sorry if I'm confusing <laughs> you with other uh, producers. I've been, like, researching a lot <laughs> of people, so... I know Nightheart just came out with one with the ukulele. Yes. Yeah. That must have been. I'm so sorry. It's all good. I'm so sorry, dude. Like, I thought you were someone else. I thought you were... Because I only know you by DJ Pressplay. Right. And so I thought you were Jake. Right. So I didn't know that Jake and you are two different people. Yeah, no, I just... <laughs> I No, honestly, right. I, that's what I thought. And he said that Jake was a videographer. Mm. So here I am looking like an asshole. <laughs> Again. <laughs> So you went back and you revived that beat and you're yeah. just like, fuck, I mean, like when you sat down with it, do you remember being like, oh, I can work with this or like being like, what can it, like, how did you approach it? Because um, I'm curious because I have like a whole hard drive of unfinished beats and I'm always looking for like how you can revive that. How do you recycle that back into right. your content? God, this sounds awful. <laughs> I, I, please go ahead. <laughs> what, what sort of. What was your process of sort of reviving uh, that? It was just simplifying it because mm. back in 2013, I'm like, oh, I want to make this super complex yeah. and like just go off the wall with it. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to take all the shit out, mm. just have it at its just bare minimum mm-hmm. and just build from there. So like the beat itself sounds completely different from right. what it was, but everything, like the backbone of it's still there. Mm-hmm. And like if I played which I don't have it, the the beat I had mm-hmm. compared to this beat, you'd be like, you can tell it's the same beat. Right. But you'd be like, holy shit, like, the evolution of it is just wild. Does that happen often for you, where, like, you'll start somewhere and end somewhere completely different than where you thought you yeah. were going to um, I don't know if you know who Soccer Dad is. No, but <laughs> I want to. <laughs> Quentin McLilly's the man. Okay. <laughs> um, I, didn't, I made a beat for him. And it's supposed to be like a little Uzi type beat, mm-hmm. and I still haven't finished it. I'm sorry, Quentin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like. Is it Soccer Dad? Is yeah. someone local here? Yeah. That's <laughs> Dude, he's so dope. Is he young? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to say he's 23. Okay. Don't hate me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, he's dope, and it's supposed to be like a little Uzi beat, like type beat. Is it? He's a white dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Dude, he's so funny. I love um, that kid. Uh, <laughs> um. Is he is he a funny rapper or is he straight? Or uh, he he's blur the line. A he's a uh, very what's the word like? He's like one of those rappers. that's like he's gonna say some like fucked up shit, uh-huh. but it's just like so off the wall. It's just like just hilarious. And he, <laughs> at shows he'll like rapping his Menards fest. <laughs> That's right, dude. He's fuck Menards, by the way. Fuck. I can't go into it legally, but fuck Menards. <laughs> You're gonna have to tell me that off air. I will. <laughs> I will tell it to you off air. It's embarrassing to say it on air. That's the only. And mind you, I've told stories. I've told horrible stories about myself on this podcast. So right. It's not as bad as some of the stories I've told. It's just like literally, literally embarrassing to me because it's such a stupid reason for me to hate them. But I do. <laughs> fuck you, Menards. Don't give a fuck. Never going back. Home Suck. Depot gang. That's right, son. That's right. Lows for life. Lows for, life. <laughs> Lows for the hoes. 
Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> anyway, back to the beat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, it started off as like this. Uh, what song was it by Uzi? It was just like a real chill, like. Honestly, the beat kind of just like made the vocals pop. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to do that for him, yeah. but he also wanted something like bass heavy in it. And so I sent him the version that I have finished now, okay. of that would like basically like put his vocals to the forefront and like make them pop. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he he wanted more bass to it. So I added bass to it, and it's just like too much right now. Uh-huh. So now I just need to uh, work on just. Sort of, sort of. Now, is it something where you sort of need to like maybe add or take away, or is it somewhere? Is it an EQ issue, or I, is it a is a mix issue? Or? I think it's a mix of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a EQ issue as well. <laughs> um, What's the first thing you're gonna do when you start to attack this and try to figure it out? Or is it just one of those things where you're in the moment and this is, I'm going, yeah. this is, I'm just doing this. <laughs> this is, is going to be one of those things just well, like, all right, this I is mean, happening. I mean, like, in your head, like, for troubleshooting in these kind of ways, what's the first thing that you sort of do if you are like, man, I know something's here, mm-hmm. but I just, it's not happening. What's the f- one, like, what's a go-to thing that you kind of like to do? Uh, I like to listen to, like, the part that I think is the most troubled mm-hmm. until it, literally annoys the hell out of me <laughs> okay. and i know that's not like a great thing to do but it's I like i don't think there's rules right <laughs> but i'll just be like all right how am i gonna make this better right. because it's annoying the hell out of me mm. so so you, you kind of force myself yeah i you force myself none okay so, yeah. so you just sort of like so you just sort of like annoy yourself into a corner until yeah. it fixes it <laughs> right <laughs> it's like until this is fixed i'm just annoyed <laughs> right so like you'll play that part over and over again. Yeah. So you'll like loop that part and just yeah. <laughs> that I'll loop that like five ten second part mm. and just annoy myself. And that's strictly for annoying, and so you can sort of break it down a right. little more, sort of hear it, yeah. focus in on what's maybe bleeding out or what's yeah. sort of maybe you got to scoop this or something. Right. Uh, how um how. Uh, do you do you mix and master your own songs, or do you send that out? Or no? I try. <laughs> uh, that's why I've been watching Baywood's videos so I can like Hell learn. Yeah. Um, but no, like it's funny because on my album you can hear like what songs I've mixed. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> like people I I know people be like, oh, you couldn't even tell, but bitch, don't lie to me. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I know you know. Right, because uh, Corey Totter in session, uh, he mixed a lot of the songs on the album Mm -hmm. but he didn't do all of them and the ones he didn't do i did so (laughs) hey man you gotta is this your first like self-release or your first Um, like like, is this gonna be under your name it'll be under it'll be the first album under dj press play okay uh i've released albums similar to it under cw3 entertainment because it was at the time just the people on my label and me um but this is the first time where i'm going like out in the city you're doing like khalid style okay yeah Yeah. hell yeah that's right that's right are you gonna have like do you you have a lot of like press play do you (laughs) have a lot of those (laughs) yeah my producer tag is the dopest in the city and i will fight anyone on the (laughs) what is it uh it just goes dj press play (laughs) tight we're gonna play that right now dj press play so so this um so this uh so this album is your first 
with your name on it, right. and it's representing you, mm. and also representing the people that you wanted to work with. Yeah. Who are some of the highlight artists that are on the album that you that you were like really happy that was what well, was um, you were able to work with? Sin for sure. I mean, he's my best friend. Okay. But I mean, his energy just is unmatched compared to anyone in the city. Uh, Abby Sarabia is another one. Hmm. I've uh, heard good things about her. Oh, she's so fucking talented, dude. Nice. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I heard some of her songs. She can sing and she raps, too. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, Dondetta, Nightheart, obviously, another <laughs> one of my really good friends. Um, Riley Sager, uh, he's my flagship artist on my label um filet mignon another one of my artists dude you sent me that filet mignon i was like dying and like i'm not laughing at like filet mignon's an amazing name he kind of has like an old school uh old school um uh what do you call that uh cadence to his rap he has like almost like uh like not too short but like you know like that old school like very choppy sort of Right. But not that lame. Right. I'm sorry. I almost tried to <laughs> nah. uh, minimize them in any way. But that's a funny name. <laughs> that's a funny yeah. name. Why, why, I mean, like, I don't, I don't really care where most names come from for right. bands and stuff. But like, I mean, you is that just know. a funny name <laughs> that he thought was funny? Like, uh, it's, it's super hilarious. <laughs> like Flamin, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm, I'm going to see Flamin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, honestly. I, okay, so I've known him since high school, right? okay. <laughs> and uh, even back in high school, he went by Filet Mignon. Right. And <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, and at the time, I remember him like he was gonna come out with a mixtape called The Menu. Oh <laughs> shit! And it just never came out. We gotta so, revive that shit. Dude, son. we did. We Let's... put it out. It's oh, a, you got it. Out. Yeah, it's I, we made it an album instead of a mixtape and put it out. Thank you. <laughs> well, congratulations, yeah. Filet Shout Mignon. out Filet. 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 <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, yeah, we just, we're working on a new album now for him. Cool. Yeah, it should be out September. Is there, like, a specific sound or anything that, Um, specific? For the new album? Yeah, Uh, that's notable? It's a lot different than, like, his normal, like, rap, uh, because usually he just raps, Mm -hmm. uh, but this album's called Half and Half. Okay. So, it's like... Yeah, he's gonna be singing too. Can we do some sexy singing? Yeah. Or, <laughs> I mean, like, what's his voice like? What What do we got to expect from Mr. Mignon? Um, I don't know. It's to be determined because at the at this point in time, I still haven't heard it. <laughs> <laughs> right up. I've only heard some of the beats, and that's only because I made them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, kind of going back to like music theory, and I, I wasn't expecting you to break down like chord structure <laughs> theories and shit but like do you know enough to where like you you know what a key is mm. do you know okay so like you yeah. do know enough to be able to, like i know how to build chords yeah. and i know how that applies to right. okay yeah that, that, again i have to ask <laughs> nothing right. wrong with not knowing this shit because i barely know this right shit. i mean i'm not gonna say i'm like oh like i can I know this, like... No, no, of like course that, not. And, and I'm sure you have to still sit there and fucking right. sound it out a little. And yeah. Sure. Dude, I still do that shit, too, man. <laughs> like, it, that, it's... Because uh, I come from the same school. I'm untrained, really. Mm. You know, like, just taught myself all this bullshit. And right. now, like, I'm out in the world trying to slang that. <laughs> right. <And> so, <laughs> here's my half-cocked bullshit, everybody. <laughs> you want it? Yep. Here it comes, because this is what I got. Uh, that that is that's that's what you gotta do. I mean, like, I, <laughs> I love this line in um, 
a party monster. I don't expect you to know this movie, uh, but it has. Do you know Macaulay Culkin? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Macaulay Culkin is in it, and Seth Green is in it, and it's about. Um, it's about this guy. What is his name? Michael something. It was about the party kids in New York in like the 90s, I believe, where it's just these kids who are just taking a massive amount of drugs and partying. And, and this dude, Michael, would just throw these massive parties. And there's these people who just dress like it crazy as possible. People in angel wings, just like basically going to a rave now. Right. That's what they were doing like every night, like in New York City, just fucking rampant and just drugs everywhere. Dude ended up murdering somebody. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah, it's raining. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, like I, I don't want to interrupt you, but it's about to start raining, my guy. <laughs> First podcast in the rain. That is true. <laughs> this is nice. If it starts leaking through, we'll fucking we'll take it in. Um, All right. I don't, are you getting rained on, man? No, I'm, I'm Gucci right now. Let me know if it starts getting a little too moist out here. All right. We'll take this shit. So it's not rain. Okay, so first of all, I just want to tell everybody that I'm just in... <laughs> we're outside of Flying Joe's coffee shop at Levis Commons. And I told Pressplay to meet me here, not researching and seeing that they close at 6 p.m., which it is now, what, 6.30 or something? So um, we are outside, and the rain just started to fall from the heavens. And uh, but but we have an umbrella at a, at this table, and we're good to go. And we out here. Only God knows where the f- what the fuck we were even talking about before <laughs> it started raining on us. I'll be honest, I don't remember. Awesome, we're moving on. <laughs> so so why why thirty songs? Why so much? Why not break it up into like three different releases or um what what was the idea there? So it started off being a fifteen to eighteen song album. Mm. Um but I also wanted to capture my story in it without sacrificing content, mm-hmm. I guess. Um so it went from fifteen to eighteen songs to twenty to 25 yeah. and then 30 because uh, like the whole the whole album it's a conceptual album and oh, like sweet. I feel like like not even the artists on it have heard like the entire like story of the album so, okay. but so but I wanted to keep it that way because I wanted to keep it organic I didn't want it to be like alright this is the story of the album uh, make your song and then have them kind of cater it to that story yeah. I wanted them to keep it organic to them because like one of the uh, like subtopics of the album is like, if you died today, uh, like what would you want to leave behind? Because the album's called Living Will. Um, so, and I wanted every artist to be like, if this is the last song I put out, which hopefully it's not, uh, then like this is the song I want to like to go out on. You this know is what, what you mean? want to leave yeah. to the world, right? Wow, that's deep, son. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much deeper than that, though. Okay, yeah. well, I'm ready. Let's, uh, let's dive, baby. <laughs> so, um, how did you then, how would you, so there was no direction? I gave some direction. I mean, like, like, I told for, them that. Like, so, I know you told them that, but, uh-huh. but like, I mean, like, I just see a, 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 a problem with, like, um, consistency mm. and uh, just the story structure. Right. 
So I'm sure you you have more to it. Yeah. So this is what I'm thinking currently. Right. <laughs> uh, so the people I picked for the album was kind of strategic too because mm. I knew the people's sound, mm. and so I'm like, all right, this is the feel I want for this part of the album. So, all right, I wasn't gonna like tell anyone this. Oh, you don't uh, have to. No, but I I want to because like I I feel like almost feel like I have to. Okay. In order to like get everything like. In order for everything to make sense. Okay, I love it. So, uh, the album, like, starts off with, quote-unquote, me dying. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have, like, all these, like, sad songs up front. Mm-hmm. And then there's a song called Dreamin', uh, where it's basically just, like, me, like, having that ultimatum. Just, like, all right, I if, I, if this is actually it, then this is all this fucking bullshit I've left behind. Do I really want that to be the last of it? Mm. So then it's like, it goes from that. Hold on. That's okay. <laughs> just, just so then I don't fuck no, up no, everything. No, no, It's all good, <laughs> brother. Please, uh, do your thing, man. I like it. So after Dream and it goes uh, to like this like heartbreak feel of like this almost like sadness of like, I've just been fucking everything up like this mm. entire time. Uh, so, like, there's a song called Death by Heartbreak. It, yes, it's about a girl, but, like, at the same time, it's also about just music. Just, mm. like, yeah, I've been fucking up, and, like, I, I'm admitting to it. Mm. Uh, but after that, it's, like, we get in a lot into, uh, my adoption then and my relationship with my birth mom, and fuck you, Lisa, just FYI. Oh! <laughs> Is that your birth mom, Yeah. Then? Yeah. Go ahead, please. Uh, no, it's cool. <laughs> well, I mean, you know where I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> What's your relationship like with her? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just curious because, I mean, fuck you, Lisa. There's a, obviously a story to right. that. And, if, and please don't feel like you have to say anything you're uncomfortable saying. Nah, I, I let it all out on the album, so, like, it's cool. <laughs> I, I love it. Dude, I love artists who will fucking be vulnerable. Right. I hate people. I hate art. I don't hate them. I don't hate anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Menards. Except for and uh, <laughs> I just I just think that you're doing yourself a disservice if you're gonna and you're not being truthful, right? If you're not letting yourself be vulnerable, right? I agree. But if you're um, like a party band who just wants fucking dance and party all night, well, that's fine too. Right. <laughs> but if you're gonna go out there and be like, I'm an artist and I'm burying my soul, it's like you better bury your fucking soul, right? Bitch. Like, come on now, let's see what you got, right? Um, but no, my relationship with her is definitely not what i wanted it to be um excuse me uh when did you start reaching out october 16th 2016 was Mm. the first time i texted her how did how did you get her information uh i got my birth certificate and her name was on it and it wasn't supposed to be oh so i'm like all right me being the sneaky little mexican (laughs) i am i'm like (laughs) i'm like i'm gonna find this bitch (laughs) Uh, so I found her on Facebook. Oh, I, I, t- like I messaged every Lisa Ortiz in oh. Amarillo, Texas. Oh my until, God! Yeah. How fucking long did that take? <laughs> there, there's only like four of them. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess Amarillo is that's not that big of a town. No, it's it's like Waterville. Yeah, it's actually Waterville. It's, it's not like big. A little tiny. Yeah. Is it outside of a bigger city though? Uh, no, it's like in that north little 
bullshit of Texas, that like little panhandle by oh, Oklahoma. Oh, by like, oh, look. Yeah, look. there's nothing there. Yeah, it's just desert. Yeah. Fuck it. And then New Mexico. Yeah. Who cares about that, bro? Right? Fuck New Mexico. <laughs> it's actually really beautiful, but yeah. I hate the desert. I actually love New Mexico. I yeah, yeah. Yo, no. But I, fuck you. I just same. hate the desert so much, <laughs> really? but like at certain part times of the year yeah oh i hate vegas really death valley well it's called death valley yeah. no one likes that right. <laughs> it's like 118 120 something at night and i'm just like this is fucking ridiculous right. i'm going to die out here uh <laughs> so okay so you went through text or messaging everybody yeah. i mean did you get any how did you, what was the message like uh, how did you, i mean how do you even write something so like i was like Hey, I know this is weird, but you might be my mom. Can I just say that's how I used to invite people onto my podcast? For real? No, well, kind of like that. I know this is weird, and we we only met once in passing. Right. But do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> do you love me? Do you love me? Will you love me? My friend was fucked. Um. Anyways, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I wasn't trying to. Make your <laughs> no, story dude, that's 100 percent what it was. <laughs> Just like, do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, and these kind of things, I know, are never right. easy. I mean, not that I, I know what it's like to be adopted, but right. I know what it's like to, you know, right. have loss and pain and stuff. Yeah. Like that, so. Anyways, please. I, I, I won't. I won't I'm uh. But yeah. So like, I texted her. And she's just like, holy shit, like, this is a lot to take in. And I'm just oh. like, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. And I'm like, take your time with it. And she's like, all right. Uh, so six-ish months go by, and, like, I hadn't heard anything from her. So I texted her, just like, hey, just, like, reaching out again, just, like, saying if you if you want to talk. Like, I don't want anything from you. I just would like to talk. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I just need a little bit more time. Uh, she's like, I just need a little bit more time. I'm like, that's fine. Uh, and okay, so side note, I have one biological sister and two biological brothers. Mm -hmm. Found out they don't know about me. Oh. So I'm like, all right. Shit. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So this is gonna be like a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a thing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, all right. I'm not gonna like message. Uh, my biological sister, she's the only one that, like, I'd assume would have social media because the other two are, like, three and four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but I I want to say she's, like, nine months younger than me. Uh, yeah, okay. so, yeah, and, like, my whole situation, how I got brought into this world is very weird because my mom and my biological sister's dad uh, split up. So, my mom decided to hoe around with some other dude, oh. uh, got pregnant by him. Oh. Now I'm here. Oh, I got you. <laughs> yeah. So, you were the... Yeah. We don't get to choose how we cover right. this. So <laughs> right. So, it's, it's just, we all get dealt some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was a thing. And then, uh, so, like, then I think a year goes by. I message her again, and she's we we talk not about really anything I wanted to talk about. Right. Um, but long story short, she's just like, I don't know if I want you in my life like at all. I was like, that's fine. I'm like, that's cool. Like I get that. And 
she's she just went on some bullshit and was like saying how I should have never been like born and shit like that. I was like, all right, like fuck you. Okay, fuck you, Lisa. Right. Fuck <laughs> you, Lisa Ortiz. Right. In Amarillo, Texas. Facts. <laughs> and yeah, so like it was just like that. And then uh, about six months ago, I texted her one last time. I was like, hey, I'm like, if you don't want me to like text you back, it's cool. Or if you don't want me to text you at all, it's cool. Mm. Um, but I just wanted to say like. Like, thanks for, like, having previous conversations with me. Like, you know, just, like, trying to, like, make right. things cool. Yeah. And she's just, like, don't ever talk to me again. Oh. Yeah, I was, like, I bet. Nice. <laughs> like, deuces. <laughs> yeah, so you 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 ended up in the right place, yeah. I think. Yeah, right. It seems like that she's one of those self-consumed yeah. people who just put herself in terrible situations repeatedly. Right. And never learn, right? And just continue to make the same mistakes, <laughs> and you know, I mean, and, and and like I, I think it's great that you fucking have a place in this world, dude. right? Fuck that bitch, yeah, man. dude. I'm sorry, I don't mean to call your mom a bitch. <laughs> nah, dude, fuck that, that bitch. That me off, you <laughs> right? Because like, that's like how irresponsible, but right. but you, but you have this yeah. now. Yeah. You have you have a passion, you have a path, right. you have you have uh, an objection, I guess, right. and and. You can use that. Mm-hmm. You can use all of that to fucking fuel it, man. That's, right. And you are, and that's beautiful, yeah. man. Yeah. And, like, it's cool, too, because, like, the album, low-key, is about her. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like, jokingly said, like, this album's, like, a love album, mm-hmm. like, as a joke. But, yeah. like, low-key it is. Yeah. But, like, it's not, like, your stereotypical, like, oh, this is about a girl. Like, no, this is about, like, my relationship with my mom. Yeah. Um, But it's not a love album. It's a... It's a self-love album, if anything. Beautiful. Um, Because, like, backtracking a little bit, the first half of the album is essentially me killing the part of me that's doing all music for her. Uh Because that's that's why I started doing it, was to find her. Wow. Once I found her, found out she's a piece of shit, I'm like, all right, fuck you, I'm doing it for me. Yeah. Um, Totally, man. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. Fuck yeah, give me some of that. (laughs) Man, I love it. I love it so much. Let's play a song. Let's play... um, uh, what's the song you sent me? Uh, with good vibes. Good vibes. With Riley fuck, Sager. Yeah, let's, let's uh, fucking let's, let's let's brighten things up a little. Right. A little reggae skank in there. Yeah. I heard yeah. a little reggae a little good bit. vibes going on. Yeah. Let's listen to good vibes. We'll be right back. Yeah. How you been? I've been doing real good. I've been focused on the future like a motherfucker should. Whoa, the times be changing. I gotta change too, don't mean I won't bless you with a verse. Who knew? Uh, from the heavens, I still be up on my God flow. I got them kneeling like they listen to the gospel. I'm preaching to you, follow me like an apostle. If you're not loyal, you know I'm turning high school. And they be like, damn man, he keep coming with it. Saw the chance, I had to keep running with it. It's so colorful, lately been magnificent. But the listener, the one that be ambivalent. And normally, I'm not as much of an ass, but you got something that I want. I'm not trying to pass it. Slow it down, enjoy your time while it lasts. This the jam, turn it up, speakers blasting. Feel good now, man, feel great. If you get what I've been saying, then you know you relate. Wake up in the morning, gonna count the days. But you never take it to the day, you send it my way. Groove eyes on you around here. Life changes, ain't nothing to fix. Groove eyes on you around here. Yeah, I don't need no bad vibrations. 
patience I don't need the stress that don't make me anxious I don't need the press I'm trying to make changes trying to put more commas on my paychecks slinging mixtapes about to make some shit shake do it for the kids in the gutter who ain't never heard you can make it through good vibes flow through every word I believe it's true cause I practice what I preach living on the curb from the west to the east but I always knew my worth and the power in my feet never scared to walk the long road and let me tell you shit get cold there's always a brighter day if you can find a way there's always a morning sun if you can believe in one yeah Just for us two I'm not gonna worry about the shit I don't do The sun is out, so the top is down on my cool Hey, I'm just trying to seize the day I give her ass to auction, so she put me on replay I don't wanna hear no one complain It's not okay She nope. said, damn, you really everything that you portray Baby, I'm the boss I don't come in any other shape I like my money blue I don't like it any other way If you want me to stay You can't put me in no cage Baby, you know I'm a bird Gotta spread the fucking wings Hey, yeah And my wings spread so fly, yeah. And my wings spread so fly, so fly, yeah. Feel good now, man, feel great. If you get what I was saying, then you know you were Wake up in the morning, gonna count the day. Fucking negativity, you did it, send it my way. Groove eyes on you around here. Life changes and making the things. Groove eyes on you around here, yeah. Groove eyes if you come around here. When you chillin' on me I'm just here chillin', baby, drink this drink, ayy We be coolin' in the cut low-key, ayy, 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 ayy. Vibes right, high life Runnin' through the field, flying kites Yeah, we be high as the car We runnin' around through the time We givin' our love by the pound Hard on my sleeve with a crown My girl here just blow through the wind I'm sinning, so they call me sin. I'm catching a vibe with my friends. We giving our love, take it in. Cool vibes, rock with us and get lost. Feel good now, man, feel great. If you get what I be saying, then you know you relate. Wake up in the morning, gonna count the days. And that was good vibes, and that was Nightheart, Riley, and uh, uh, Abby, Sarabia, and Sin. And Sin, yeah, oh, my bad. I didn't forget about There's Sin. There's so man. many on there. 
No, it's a cool song. So uh, that's an acoustic guitar. Mm. Uh, what was that? Was that is that MIDI? It sounds real. Uh, Do you yeah, play MIDI. guitar? Or uh, MIDI? Yeah, MIDI. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, sounds good. Thanks. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so what was that song that you just sort of came up with some chord and threw together? Like, I mean, because the beat is relatively simple. Yeah, it's pretty bare bones, but it doesn't. The beats don't need to be fucking wild and right. crazy. It just needs yeah. to get the point across. Right. It's a solid beat, and you, it's a good vibe song. It's Thank like, you. what, what's, where does that fit in in the, in the, in the time? Or not the time, but like in the story of the album. Uh, it's like the part where. All right, fuck you, motorcycle. Yeah, bro. come on, fuck bro. You, bro. Don't you know I'm all the way over here trying to record a yeah, podcast? Yeah, fuck you, bro. <laughs> uh, I hanging out with Lisa. Yeah, bitch, <laughs> bitch. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Golly. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm glad we could laugh at this because right. there's, it, like, you can't because if you don't laugh at it or if you don't put it aside and be like and, and look at it for what it is or be able to put it in, in a perspective where you're okay with it it's always gonna fuck with you, you know? right and like i'm sure it's always gonna fuck with you no matter what yeah for sure but you can protect yourself from yeah. that and and you can fucking say and, and you can find your own worth even right. if that bitch can't find it right you know? so yeah <laughs> anyways i'm sorry it <laughs> still <good>. bothers me <laughs> no, it's cool. um, and, and you know i'm a parent too oh, okay. so like there's a whole nother level to it oh, of, yeah. like, of just like disdain yeah just like fuck you who, for people who bring beans from right. fucking another dimension that we have no idea where the fuck right. they're coming from. Right. They fucking pick them up <laughs> wherever the fuck floating around in that right. fucking collective consciousness soup, <laughs> wherever it is, fucking rip them out yeah. and shit them out their pussy <laughs> so they can fucking obey. Like, fuck you. And dads, too. It's not yeah. women. It's not right. just women, you know? It's right. fuck dads, too, man. It's yeah. fucking there's some bullshit-ass dads out there, too. So Facts. Um... <laughs> Sorry, there we go. All right, we're, <laughs> we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. So, so where does that fall in the in the story of the album? Uh, it's definitely the self love part of the album. Mm. Um, it's definitely so. It's in the last third of the album, uh, which is like a lot of like positive, like like it's just like your upbeat, just like I feel good uh, yeah. part of the album. Uh, there's. There's, okay, so the last part, it's all, like, happy, but then it takes, like, a really weird turn, which <laughs> which I'll get into sure. a, a little bit later. Okay. Um, But it's, like, for the most part, it's, like, happy feel. It's, like, all right, this is where I'm finding myself. This is where I'm, like, trying to find happiness. Mm -hmm. uh, the weird turn, though, is because I have depression. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Yay! <laughs> Uh, also, there's this. <laughs> right. Also, also, sometimes I don't get out of bed for three days. Right. Sometimes I just want to kill myself, but it's cool. Hey, you know, we're working through it. Right. No, I, I deal with the same shit, yeah. man. I got depression, anxiety, yep. fucking ADHD. Yep, same. All that bullshit, you know. And, yeah. um, you know, it's just, there's no going, there's no, like, it never goes away. Right. But like I said, there's ways to protect yourself. Right. There's ways to sort of circumvent, because you can feel it, you know, like when it starts coming on, you right. know, like when, like, coming back here was really hard for me, uh, especially coming from California where it's just sunny, sunny as fuck. and then you come back to the monocloud yeah. that just stays there for fucking <laughs> months <laughs> on months on months, right? <laughs> and the rain and the disparity in my, <laughs> um, 
No, actually, it's it's been great, but like I did notice that it kicked in really hard when I came back. And right. A lot of that had to do with the fact that I felt like moving back here was a failure in my uh-huh. my behalf. Right. Uh, but that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm doing just fine out here. Right. Um, but <laughs> but it's also something that's innate that I mm-hmm. I came with. Uh, so, but it really kicked in hard here. So it, this is a hard place. I feel like to be depressed. Because yeah. I I all through high school, all through that. You kind of don't know it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it. Yeah. I didn't know until fucking like a year and a half ago, like <laughs> that, that this is what this is. Right. Because like I, I never went to a sh- psychologist. I never mm. did that outside of school. Because in school I had they sent me to one because <laughs> I was an asshole. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, dude, I was. First of all, I was like 350 pounds in in high school, and fucking like you know it's hard. It's hard to fucking be that right. you know and. You have a depression on top of that. You have, you know, various kinds of abuse growing up. It's it fucking you don't, and you don't know what that is. And so instead of like, I don't know, finding solace in music or something, I found solace at the end of a bottle or at the in a, in a needle or whatever it was. Right. Like it took me a long time yeah. because I decided to, instead of dealing with that, fucking <laughs> just. Um, drinking drink yeah, yeah you know i just fucking ignore it because <laughs> yeah. this helps this right. works this works for me it, yeah. like this gets me out of the house at right you know what i mean so let's go Dude, with what that's, works that's so relatable to me though because like i'm like going through that like now mm. it's like because i'm 24 i'm gonna be mm. 25 in like two days yeah but like still it's just like people are like you want to go out I'm like no they're like we're gonna go to the bar like all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess if there's going to be yeah, booze If there's there. alcohol, I guess, because then I won't feel well, emotion. Here's the thing about that. And, like, I'm I'm well in my 30s. I'm 36. Right. You're more than 10 years younger than me. And so, from experience, now is the time to start looking at how you are. Right. But it's also now is the time to have so it's yeah. like, for me, I just feel like if it's not something that's super impeding your life to the point like you can't create, you can't work, you can't do the things you need to do right. to be a responsible human being, then you know you got a problem. And most of the time that doesn't usually start to appear in people until they're in their well into their 20s yeah. after they spent the last 10 years just getting fucked up. <laughs> and that was my case. Yeah. Uh, in 30, I, I, well, I became abstinence of of alcohol mm-hmm. I, had, I have to stop saying sober somebody told me you're not sober you fucking smoke weed take <laughs> mushrooms all the time you're nowhere near sober bro <laughs> it's like yeah i guess i'm not sober i'm abstinent from alcohol and yeah. like heroin yeah. so, <laughs> like, <That's good. laughs> and and like all the things that fall in that category right so Although I did take Molly last year at a festival and I hated it. Really? It was, it was it was okay, but like just the after effect was terrible. And if you if you suffer from depression, that doesn't help because <laughs> <laughs> it just eats away your serotonin and that's oh, your happy drug, you right. know, your happy juice. And right. Once that's gone, it takes a little while. Yeah. Build it back up. <laughs> and so last year was a little rough for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, for a few months there, it was fucked up. Damn months. Fuck that. It happens, man. Right. It's what. In, what's fucked up is as you get older, 
if you don't start like looking into it and really start working at it, it just gets harder. Right. You know, like as you get older, it gets harder or at least it gets harder to yourself mm-hmm. to motivate yourself to learn new things and learn new habits. Right. Once you've spent 25 years doing the same fucking thing, it's hard <laughs> to break those habits. Right. So it's a. Uh, so it's something to definitely pay attention to, but I mean, if you're having fun, you're having fun. Right. And if you're not having fun, then that's when you need to start being like, oh, I don't know what the fuck I'm even doing here. Yeah. I could probably spend my time doing something a little cooler. <laughs> that it took me stop to stop drinking to realize that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, not telling you to stop drinking. Right. Please, no, don't. dude. I'm like getting there though. I'm just like drinking's like, it's cool. Like it sure it numbs the pain and shit, but like I'm just like. I'm almost 25. I'm kind of over it. I was kind of over it at 22, but like <laughs> a year in, <laughs> yeah. and I'm over this shit, which right. I think is the best way to go about it. Um, 21, I went hard though. Yeah, well, who doesn't? <laughs> right. I mean, like, here's the thing. I mean, at 21, did you go hard, or was it from like 17 to now that you <laughs> sort of went hard? Once you uh, discovered like alcohol and your fucking dumbass friends were doing it. <laughs> I mean, like, I was fucked up since, I mean, since they started putting me on Ritalin. Yeah. Uh, I was, like, eight or nine. And Dude, they had like, me on Adderall at, like, fucking... Adderall. Yeah. Speed. Young, yeah. They put them on... Legal they put speed. Legal speed. <laughs> and did you ever discover you could snort it? No. I did. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I was 13, and I was, like... I saw my sister's friend snorting some pills. I wonder if I could do that. And I fucking crushed up a Ritalin. Me and my cousin snorted it, and like five minutes later, we we're like, "Yeah!" <laughs> and we fucking like hulked out. Man, that was a summer to remember. That was Holy like shit. potpourri. We were fucking huffing potpourri, snorting every pill we could find in my parents' house because my cousin was coming over every fucking weekend and shit. It was nuts, dude. Fucking nuts. Lord of the Flies. Do you know what Lord of the Flies are? No. It's based on a book. There's a movie. It's basically these kids get shipwrecked on this, like, deserted island. And uh, it's just these kids start uh, building, like, this little civilization. And it, and it separates. And there's these assholes who are like, no, we're doing it this way. It's just how humans are, you know? <laughs> As you watch Game of Thrones at all? Uh, I've watched some episodes. Okay. We're no longer friends. <laughs> That's fair. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> The the uh, it, it's just like it just shows like just how easily humans can be divided, right? And um, and especially children, and when children are left to their own devices of what kind of things happen, and that was my life growing up. I was just like kids were just left to their own devices, and right. so I had to learn how to be a human being mm. well into my <laughs> my life. <laughs> like I so so what I what I like to say to the youth is like you know have fun. But just remember, like, fucking, it's not going to get any easier right. to stop any of this. And, and if you're having if you're having these thoughts now, then chances are is, like, those thoughts aren't going to go away. And right. those thoughts shouldn't be ignored. Yeah. Because it's when you start ignoring those thoughts is when it develops into a, a, a dependency. Right. And because towards the, towards the end of my drinking, it was like I couldn't even go out without pre-gaming, like, hard. Like, I had to be wasted before right. I even went to the bar. Fuck that. Part of, part of that was me being a cheap ass. But right. the other part, well, because I was a broke musician trying to get drunk all the time, it doesn't work very well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I had to figure out ways to be wasted 
at the bar. You know, I'm sneaking right. in my own booze. <laughs> I got 40. Done that. Oh, dude, it's dude, tight. what's your go-to 40? My go-to 40 uh, in San Diego was Bud Ice, but it was a 22. <laughs> or or OE, just because it's fucking classic. <sighs> or the Green Grenade. Green Grenade, Mickey's. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he said okay. <laughs> Nah, dude, What's King Cobra. Oh, God. Dude, I'm obsessed with Cobras. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know. It's the shit stain of 40s, I know. Of course. But it's no, but so like, no, you're at that age where it's like we're drinking the fucking bomb of the barrel. And yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> There's yeah. something fucking cool about getting drunk for cheap. Right? It's like the PBR of 40s, bro. It, I think it's a little less than. Because I still hold PBR in like a higher regard than Budweiser. For real? Yes. God. Budweiser is... I can drink Budweiser, though. I can't do PBR unless I'm wasted. You're already there. (laughs) Uh, My thing was dark liquor, (laughs) whiskey. Tequila for me. I'm Mexican, so... I'm Mexican. I got it in me. I got it in me. My mom's like this tall from fucking straight from the motherland. (laughs) My dad's like as tall as this umbrella fucking from Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tall white man, uh, but I'm I'm happy that I got a little bit of melanin right. that I can bring out if I if I sun. Yeah, I don't just turn red. I I turn a nice color. Yeah, I don't get sunburned. I just get tan. Lift up the shirt, boy. You start seeing some whiteness. Yep. <laughs> that pace. That pace, baby. <laughs> I, it, it is funny because like I'll talk like. Because most people, I, I realize that I'm perceived as a white person. Right. Like you probably get that too. You're yeah. light. I mean, I could tell you weren't just a white guy. Yeah. Like you could tell. Right. But like to most white people, you're just another white guy right. with a beard or whatever. Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> uh, so like I know that I'm perceived as white, but man, I claim Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> I, and it's not that it's not anything against like my white side of family. Right. I love them. They're awesome. It's just. <laughs> I connect really hard with my Mexican side of it. Yeah. So it's just how it is. Were you adopted by Mexicans or no, into a white family? White family. Right on. Yeah, so like I didn't grow up with like that Mexican home cooked shit, but like it's a it's a blessing and a curse. Right. It's a blessing <laughs> and a curse. Like, um when I came back here I was in great health. Hmm. Uh, a year and a half in, my doctor's telling me my cholesterol is starting to get high and to stop eating pork and beef. <laughs> and guess what's on the fucking menu over at the 24-hour fucking home-cooked Mexican restaurant <laughs> called Tia Maria's? <laughs> it's fucking pork and fucking beef all day, bitch, and it's bomb. Right. Um, so... It's funny because when I went back to San Diego, my Mexican friend, Gio, was like, is there any good Mexican food, man? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Like Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco <laughs> Bell is like our best option around here. But, I mean, like, it, it, but then I'm just like, you know, I'm actually lying. It's like, yeah. I have the best Mexican food in the city. Yeah. But just me and my family. Right. <laughs> Everybody else can suck it. Yeah. Uh, so I have access to the best Mexican food in the city, but no one else. So right. And, that was one big thing that was hard moving back here was coming back to the the no option of good really good food right and the weed's terrible the weed's (laughs) fucking terrible the weed's awful out here guys we gotta figure something out michigan's legal now illinois went legal there's no reason why the midwest can't have some banging ass weed we got vineyards in michigan now okay why can't we have fucking some of the best weed in the in the country 
probably because we have the monocloud for most of the year. So. Probably. <laughs> and California gets lots of sun. Yeah. I can't wait to live out in California. Is that your plan? You yeah, want to do that? That's my plan. One of my artists lives out there. Riley lives out there right now. Oh, nice. So yeah. you guys are working remotely. Yeah. Oh, tight. What yeah. What is he doing? Where does he live? Uh, he lives just outside of L.A. Cool. Li- uh, Redondo Beach. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Um, uh, is that is that in Newport or, or Newport B or is that not Newport? Uh, is Santa that in Monica? the OC or is that still LA County? I think it's. Still, I think it's still LA yeah, County. I think it's yeah. still LA County. Redondo Beach. That's where nine hundred two one zero is. Yeah. Right? Okay. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you live in Southern California. You just know things, I guess. Right. Um, that's awesome. So you want to move out to Redondo? Uh, I just want to move out to California in general. You want to move to L.A. or is it just uh, anywhere in California? I just want to move to L.A. area. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not L.A. County, um, even though everywhere I want to live is in L.A. County. Um, but Where like, do you want to live? Uh, I, end goal is Calabasas. Calabasas. Um, but what's that? Poor K. Poor K. Yeah. For wh- why? Oh, for... I'm Mexican. I don't speak Spanish. Me <laughs> I know porque. I know pendejo. I know cabrone. I know pinche cabron. I know. <laughs> I know how to say yo quiero Taco Bell. There you go. Uh, that's, I that's learned it. that from a dog. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, my Thanks. mom didn't. My mom didn't believe that I need that her children need to speak Spanish because we're in America. Uh-huh. And I fucking ended up living 15 minutes from the fucking border for <laughs> m- more than half of my life. Fucking. <laughs> So okay. So anyways, um, not not more than half actually, but anyways. Yeah. It's like thirteen's not half of thirty six, but no, so it's not. I it's not you. at all. I'm <laughs> we're, fucking. We're right, right, I'm just. You know what, man? I've been eating edibles for about a week now, and <laughs> my brain is mashed potatoes. Like if you listen back to that Baywood podcast, yeah. there's like two or three times where I'm like, dude, I fucking forgot what we were talking. Yeah. About. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so funny though. So. When you're like, how does your depression come on? Do you, I, I'm, I don't want to harp on it if you're not comfortable with talking about no, it like this. Good. But I, I, I'm just curious because I think that it's important, like mm. I said, that artists show vulnerability. Right. Because I think it's, people should know, fans should know that at the end of the day, fucking we're all just human. Facts. And that's the connection here. You right. Know, we're having a human connection. Right. Um, I don't know. Like, I notice a lot of my depression comes, like, when I'm having, like, a good time hmm. which is, it's weird because so like i'll be out with like friends and shit and like everything will be fine and then like i'll just like find myself like alone for like five minutes and i'll be like oh, i'm sad and at that point i wouldn't even say i'm depressed i'd just say i'm sad yeah, yeah and then like i'd go home and like i'd be alone and I'd be like oh i'm like always alone and then it would just like just snowball and yeah. eventually just be like all right i'm depressed and like a lot of it too comes from like my birth mom, mm-hmm. uh, that whole situation. Did that kind of initiate that? Oh, a hundred percent. Wow. Um, yeah, no, I definitely would say I've had depression my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like some people are like, oh, I've had depression or I've been depressed my whole life. But like, have you though? <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of pictures of you smiling. Pictures. Right. Like, You're a happy child. <laughs> right. Don't be lying. <laughs> like check my Instagram. I'm never smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I am miserable. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm <I'll>, miserable. <laughs> I'll put on a fake smile, but like, nah, like. Well, there's. It's not that it's fake because there is a part of you that that wants to be happy, and right. that is happy, or like shows joy. Right. Um. It's. That's why I divert my attention to laughter. It's yeah. like, for me, it's like I can't. 
I don't like sitting with serious topics for too long. Right. Without fucking some kind of laughter <laughs> at it or about it. Yeah, and no, I feel that. Just because it's like, for me, it just breaks that tension. Mm. And, and that's what it does for a lot of people. Right. That's why comedy's so huge right now. We, we need comedians more than ever now. Fucking yeah. all this bullshit happening. Right. But, no, I've been, like, trying to have, like, a happier mindset, though. Like, mm-hmm. I've been saying it's the Nightheart uh, mindset because oh. he's always such a positive dude. Yeah. And so, like... And just, he and he suffers from it too. Yeah, it's the same like, thing, man. Like if I need something, I usually go to him. He needs something, he usually goes to me. That's beautiful. And so like, we're we're just like in each other's corner, and it's like a really cool thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, so like I've just been trying to have like a more like positive mindset and shit. But that's that for me was key. Yeah. I I just just changing the way that you talk about yourself to mm. yourself. Right. Talk, change the way that you talk about yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, changing, recognizing thought patterns that uh, are unhealthy. Right. So when you're alone for five minutes and all of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm truly alone. And then that snowballs and then you fixate. Yeah. And then that turns into like however long that bout is. Right. You have to, for me, I had to figure out ways to distract myself. Right. I had to figure out, like, meditation. I had to mm. figure out fucking, like, podcasts were huge for me because uh, I could just, if I started getting angry, if, because I will just sit there and just fucking make myself fucking it, you know, <laughs> like, I'd just be like, this motherfucker! <laughs> and by the time that, like, and, and like, I spent a lot of time, I, I used to, not anymore, now that mm. I have a child, but, like, there's time, I, I like to spend a lot, large amounts of time by myself, so right. I would, and so by the time someone would come in contact with me, mm. I'd be a fucking wreck. My right. energy would be up here, and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> and they're just like, holy shit, like, and that still happens. Right. Because I am nowhere near cured of any of this. Right. I just had a fucking bullshit thing happen today where I sort of lost my cool with my son because we're in a hurry to get to Cleveland because my aunt, you know, like, and he's sitting there fucking around, and I'm like, hey, get the fuck out. <laughs> and so I, like, I yank him out, and there's a whole mess. And fucking, he's crying. His mom's sad now, and like everybody's mad at dad. Yeah. And and we ended up getting to Cleveland, and my mom lied to me, and we got there like an hour and a half early, cause that's just who she is, <laughs> just to make sure that my stoner ass gets her there on time. <laughs> she lies to me, and uh, and that made me even feel worse because because right. anytime I have these like bad outbursts of, of anger, because that's the biggest thing that kind of came out of not drinking was uh-huh. this like self-hatred and anger and um you get in these moments man where you're just not even in control anymore and it's like you're seeing the world pass you by but like in a like a fish tank you know like like the the fucking the ship is moving but no one's at the helm you know and all you can do is watch chaos ensue and 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 that and that's not the way that you that's not how people behave you know i mean they do unfortunately and that's how i can behave but but working on that i mean like fuck dude i've been working on this for like six years now it's bullshit (laughs) like it's like it's exhausting it's so so like when you see these when you're seeing it at such a young age as you are right now i think that's such a blessing Mm -hmm. i didn't have that i just i just marched (laughs) forth you know like i left toledo 23 
fuck you, I'm out, bitch. <laughs> like, and just took all my problems to the West Coast because here I was, I was selling heroin, I was mm. fucked up on heroin, I was drunk all the time. It was a fucking mess. Right. And so I thought, new, new me, you know, new year, new me, bitch. You know, like, fuck, I'm going out to San Diego and I'm going to be fucking whatever. I took all my problems with me. And so I didn't, I didn't recognize that what I was doing was masking until, like, I took the mask off. Right. And, um, and then what was left was this <coughs> ugly mess that's sort of just been unattended to for <laughs> so long. Right. So when I talk to, like, Nightheart and I talk to you and you guys are seeing this at such a young age, it's, like, it's very hopeful for me going back to having faith in the youth right. that, like, there is a lot of positive things that are coming out of youth that I, I overlook mm. in my just oldening, I guess. <laughs> But I do. What I know is, is this sense of community amongst young people. Yeah. When I was coming up and younger, I didn't feel like there was a community, mm. and I feel like that's something that was sort of nationwide. Yeah. Because it wasn't here. Sure as hell wasn't here. Right. Sure as hell wasn't in San Diego. There was. The, it was just very disparate and right. very. Uh, just people were doing their own thing here and doing the, and then all talking shit about the other people and <laughs> right. the other clicks and the other music. Right. When I got to San Diego, it was sort of that same thing until the next generation sort of came up mm. and sort of bonded all these things. Right. So, like, in San Diego, there's this, like, huge reggae movement. And there's this, uh, there's like, cool indie thing going on. There's surf music. There's mm -hmm. punk. There's this, uh, there's this whole fucking, you know, SoCal culture thing. It's fucking Southern California. It has right. a whole culture to it. Right. Um, where... Everybody's just going to each other's shows. Everybody's playing each other's bands, and like the talent's awesome. And like, I just feel like what I'm seeing is that the youth is more prone to community than people of like the right. millennials, like right. of my generation. So I, I don't know. I, I I don't. Do you feel that? I mean, like in in some ways, or do uh, you, or do you disagree with it? I I agree. Uh, you don't have to agree. Nah. <laughs> you can totally nah. disagree. No, nah, it's cool. Like, if I'm wrong, please correct <laughs> me because I don't know. I'm just sort of going off of the people I talk right. to. Like, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I I thought the same thing like as you as at first. I'm like, oh, everyone younger than me is just stupid. <laughs> but, <laughs> you kind of do it. Like, you kinda, right. Because, well, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, like, in that middle ground of, like, quote-unquote middle ground of, like, you and Nightheart. Like, mm. I'm kind of that generation in the middle just like you're kind of the elder of, yeah of i'm like the older younger group yeah so like with nightheart and like just the toledo like music scene in general it's definitely a community like mm -hmm. it, like i've made more friends in the last year than i have like my entire life wow and it's because i finally was like fuck it i'm doing music like full time yeah and now i have like all these friends that like some of them like i like sin or his real name is Dwayne. Uh, I'm like, like, he's gonna be one of my friends for ever. That's amazing. Like, I love that guy. <clears throat> Same thing with Nani, like Nightheart. Uh, like, he's gonna be one of my friends for a while. Um, soccer Dad too. Soccer Dad. <laughs> but <laughs> fuck Menards. Fuck Menards. <laughs> uh, but you know, in like, um, I I have to give it up. From what I'm seeing is Chris Kelly is someone who's brought a lot of these artists together. Yeah, as well, for sure. Just by putting on these these shows. Yeah. Um, at the OT and Frankie. Yeah. Working with Innovation. Shout out Innovation. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the I, I, it's beautiful to yeah. me, and then coming from like, 
I think I'm coming from an outside perspective, even though uh, I, there at one point I was very inside mm. here. I'm coming from an outside perspective, so it's interesting to go and come back. Because when I left here, it, like I said, it wasn't... Right. Like, I'm able to work as a musician in this region, mm -hmm. which is, to me, mind-blowing. Right. Because that's not how it was when I was growing up. That's, right. And my day, <laughs> we had to fucking really work. Um, <laughs> it's definitely easier now. It's easier. It's just more available. There's, right. um, there's more of a fostering of a community here now. Right. Whereas before, when I left, there was more just like grabbing for sh whatever right. they can get because there wasn't a lot out there. Mm. There wasn't a lot of bars that offered live entertainment like they do now. Yeah. Uh, so so it, it's just different. And, and I've noticed that around the country even. Mm -hmm. Except for Austin because Austin just always had a great music scene. Yeah. I guess nothing's <laughs> ever changed there. Like, <laughs> like it's always evolved and just kept on churning out amazing musicians. Right. So apparently Austin was unaffected by <laughs> any of this. Uh, Nashville too. Although yeah. I heard people say that Nashville is just fucking like it's the su southern Hollywood. It yeah. sucks now, but they're still churning out fucking talent. It's right. not like there's a f shortage of talent coming out of Nashville. Yeah, even Florida recently too. <laughs> fucking Florida. <laughs> Florida. Florida. Florida like has been put on so many like good artists, but at the same time they're all just like. Like what who? the fuck? I'm like X. X for XXX Tentacion? I don't know. You don't know who X is? No, bro. bro I'm, not, what? I'm not that hooked on fucking like hip hop. Like, I'm telling you, I'm, there's a disconnect. <laughs> there is a disconnect that I am talking to young people now <laughs> so I can be connect. Uh, Thankfully, my wife has a young ear. Uh, I think, is DJ Khaled from Florida? I think he is. <laughs> is he <laughs> Khaled? DJ <laughs> Oh uh, no! I, what I want, I got a sample pad for my live our live performances, and uh, this is with a cover band, where I have like a fucking one of the DJ horn. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. But I want to put another one. <laughs> another one. Uh, I want to put a doogie, a doogie. Uh, what else? Do I, I want to put in all the Street Fighter, all the uh, Mortal Kombat stuff. Yeah. I, I just, yes, yes, yes. I want to do that, but for whatever reason, I can't get my iPad to take new samples. God damn it! Anyways. <laughs> Wow, what what that was a way a to yeah, what a way to divert from whatever the fuck we were talking. about. I have no fucking clue. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the scene here, yeah. And, and so so this is something that what I'm finding is that this is something in the last three years, right? That this is super new. Yeah. Like none of this was here, and uh, some people were blaming or or attributing to some of it to Prometica for bringing mm. a lot of work here. Like there's a there was something injected into uh, Toledo that sort of created a, uh, a, a, a demand for music right. and entertainment. And, and now, I mean, you go downtown and, like, every other bar has a live band, and that's fucking amazing. And even right. if they are cover bands, fuck it, dude. That means musicians are working. Facts. That's fucking amazing. Right. In Toledo. Yeah. So, whatever. Get right. your money. Get your paper. Fuck and, like, it. I think a lot of it, too, comes from, like, people just, like, especially, like, younger people just not giving a fuck anymore. Mm. Like... Because, like, I don't know, when I was growing up, it was just, like, a lot of, oh, you're a dude, you can't be vulnerable. Whereas, yeah. whereas now it's, like, get yeah. it, fuck it, do it. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like a lot of it comes from that, too. Because, like, I know growing up, like, if you told me, if you told 17-year-old me I would have, like, a quote-unquote music career, I'd be like, fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you're full of shit. Yeah, but, like, I do because I just stopped giving a fuck about, like, right. what people thought. Yeah. So and I, that's I the feel huge like, part about right. It. I feel like th that has something to do with it, but 
Just not giving a fuck. Yeah. That that might be it, man. I mean, what when I was asking you what you thought about, like, do you think that like kids, your generation, maybe younger, mm. they kind of foster community more? You kind of showed a little apprehension too. Yeah. I'm just curious on the other side of that what your thoughts are so like because you did say like yeah there's community but then right. you're just sort of like yeah then there's this other part yeah. that you sort of were holding back on. yeah I was just sort there, of curious it, what that was so like we're it's a community but also there's there's still cliques like, yeah yeah and like within those cliques is or not within those cliques but like like one side will be very competitive with another mm-hmm. and sometimes it's for the better mm-hmm. but recently it hasn't been oh, okay, and okay. so it's just like a lot of just like all right, okay. Th- let's, let's quit fucking around. Yeah. Like, and like that's that too is kind of like why I have so many people on my album because like all right, you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you need to shut the fuck yeah. up. You're both on this. Yeah. Like just oh, I'm bringing people yeah. together too. Yeah, that's what's great. I mean, that's what music should be, man. Right. Bringing people together. Yeah. In all facets, always. Right. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so. What, what, uh, what, what's drawn you to California? What, what is it about California that uh, makes you want to get out there? So originally, I didn't really like know what drew me out there. I just knew I wanted to be out mm-hmm. there. Um, but going back to my birth mom, she's from California. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that before. Chinga. So, yeah. <laughs> so like subconsciously, I think it might be yeah. because of that. Is it in your DNA? Yeah. Where do you know where she was from? Uh, just outside San Francisco. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably South San Francisco. Yeah, South San Francisco. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's from uh, California, so I think like subconsciously, that's what mm-hmm. drew me out there. But I don't know, there's just always been this thing about just California as a whole, not even LA, just like mm-hmm. uh fucking san diego san francisco oakland that like all of it southern california mid uh, california even northern california is beautiful northern california is one of the most gorgeous places on yeah there. it's just the redwoods up there john muir isn't oh big or was it big sir big sir yeah, yeah it's like up there it's sort of middle kind of yeah but no that's yeah that is over there um yeah no dude fucking california is a is incredible. I mean, Central Valley is garbage, but uh, <laughs> whatever. Modesto, <laughs> yeah. Stockton. Ah. You know, there's good people there. It's yeah. just not the place to be. Right. I've played there several times in mm. both those places in sun- all over Central Valley. I'm actually gonna be playing Central Valley again in July. So <laughs> damn. Here I come. I'm gonna talk shit about. I'm talk shit. Come right back to him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no. I'm, like I said, the people are fucking awesome. I love the people. It's just like it's hot. You're surrounded by like literal cesspools, literal like <laughs> pools of cow shit, pig piss, and everything in between. That's dope. <laughs> it gets like 110 at night, and like it's just you're suffocated <laughs> with the sting of piss and shit. That's disgusting. It's awful. But. Good people, right. farmers, Mexicans, hey. lots of Mexicans, <laughs> lots of lots of Mexican farmers. Viva la Mexico! Hey, baby. <laughs> um, so you just you just sort of enthralled by it, just the whole mystique of it. Yeah. And like just, I mean, it's just like to me, it was just like a big glitter ball. Right. right? It just has it's bright and shiny, yeah. and pretty, and glittery. <laughs> Not and, Ohio. <laughs> and the exact opposite of Ohio, right. like down to how people think. Right. It's the exact opposite. 
here people are very grounded and they mm. have a realistic look at life and it's like right. you gotta go get your job and you know get your career and you take care <laughs> of your fat fucking wife and your fat <laughs> little kids and <laughs> fucking teaching them to vote for donald trump whatever right. it is um i'm not trying to make sweeping generalizations that was just hyperbole but fucking <laughs> but realistic as fuck but it can be realistic <laughs> and, and it can and that's very realistic out there yeah. too right it's just in different ways yeah. it's just just the whole mentality out there is different. There's here, like I said, it's grounded in, in, in like reality, I guess. But right. you make your own reality. That's the difference. Out there, it's like the reality is this. Or and here, the reality is this. Mm-hmm. Out there, the reality is what you make of it. Right. And that's what I think is so amazing about that place. Among the fucking mountains, oceans, right. snow-capped gorgeous fucking dormant volcanoes in the distance you know like fucking amazing right um you know but it's fucking hell expensive yeah uh, (laughs) that's um, so fucking uh, i hope you have a plan um have a plan (laughs) have Have lots of money you're gonna (laughs) need lots of it i I was just talking to my wife about this like even if we wanted to move back to california we wouldn't be able to yeah it's so much money to move out there. And, and so, like, having a person out there who's established is huge. So right. You should definitely crash on that guy's floor. until <laughs> Sup, Riley? Out for real. Th- I'm not joking, dude. Like, that's the only way I was able to get out yeah. there. My wife was born into it, so she oh, fucking... Shit. She, she's from, she loves it here, homie. She thinks this is the greatest place ever. What the fuck? I swear to God. <laughs> what? Because it's the exact opposite of San Diego. She grew up there. She don't give a fuck about beaches and mountains. Yeah. I mean, she does, but like right. she doesn't. She's just, She was interested in something different. And this is so different. And yeah. she loves how real people are out here. Because out there, the there's a lot of optimism, but there's also a lot of fakery, too. Right, a lot yeah. of bullshit. A lot right. of fucking... A lot of just sun-baked fucking idiots just out there fucking ugh, yeah it's gross but right. you know there's also a gang of cool people and the cool people are starting to outweigh the shitty people right in my in my in my view right but it's just too expensive to try for well for me at this juncture in my life you're young i say you go the fuck out there <laughs> and you fucking learn about your life so right because that i feel like if i would have stayed here I would have just just rotted. Mm-hmm. I would have just fucking became a junkie. Just there's so many people I knew I went to high school are just dying or dead now. Like uh, literally, like four or five people last year that I went to high school with died from heroin. I mean, or yeah, opiates. Same. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's like, um, fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it gets real, real. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, I've had a couple of friends die from heroin, but. It's it's a it's a tricky drug. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. really got to be careful with that. Right. Um, because oh God. Oh. <laughs> uh, you do you tend to stay away from the hard stuff? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It, it's it, it's good. Right. Always stay away from the hard <laughs> stuff. That's the one thing I do tell people is like, drinking, smoking weed, you know, whatever. That's whatever. Right. Once you start injecting shit and snorting shit, it's like you're taking it to another level that maybe right. that maybe you don't need to explore. Grant. For me, I thought it was great. Yeah. I had a great time until I wasn't. Right. Um, <laughs> and then it was awful. And then yeah. it was like the worst thing ever. But it was great for a little while. <laughs> the only thing I've ever snorted was an eraser. 
Yeah, that was in fuck, that was in like fifth grade. All my friends were doing was like, yeah, fuck it, let's I'm do fucking it. Snorting but erasers, but snorting erasers. So, uh, how big of the eraser? Like, like, like did one you of those, chop it up? Yeah, one of those big ass ones. Like the like ones you make little cars or pigs yeah, out of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just like fucking just rub that shit on the table until oh, there was like. Oh, you got the shavings. Yeah, and then just oh. snorted them. Oh. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. How was it? Uh, not fun. Did you puke? Uh, no, I just remember having like a massive headache for like oh. the next two days. <laughs> I bet. Rubber yeah. does not do good in the yeah. nasal cavity. Yeah, I was just like, this is not fun. I'm never doing this again. Oh, God. <laughs> I think that's why I like, <laughs> subconsciously don't snort shit. That's great. Because I'm like, that's oh, great. yeah, that's, that's going to suck. You hurt yourself <laughs> right. and that scares you. Right. That's perfect. Those are those, <laughs> those are those little gifts that life right. gives you. <laughs> like for me, I think that. I, I, I was, I'm grateful that I had to go through very formative years uh, being overweight. Right. I'm grateful for that. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not fucking. I, I get it, dude. Right. I fucking get it. Yeah. Like, if anybody in this world gets it, it's fucking me. Right. I fucking get it, bro. It's like I still like, and that is right now. It's that and anger. It's food yeah. and anger. Uh-huh. That's what I'm fighting constantly in depression but right but all of that for me i've gotten it down to where like all of like depression and anger all stems from like the food intake and shit right because like sugar makes me fucking volatile overeating eating after a certain time of day eating before (laughs) a certain time of day it's like i have to fucking have this stringent schedule or else i'm a fucking mess right and but that's what happens when you abuse something for a long time in your life it turns into a regimen now. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've abused food. Uh, like, my parents, my, you know, like, obesity runs in my family. Diabetes mm-hmm. runs in my family. It's just, it's just, I, it's all stacked against me. Right. And coming up, they didn't know about health. I came up <laughs> out of the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. th- There's no internet to right. tell them not to feed your kids fucking lean cuisine or <laughs> fucking packs of hot. I used to sit there, I would. I would um, heat up a whole 10-pack of Oscar Mayer hot dogs because they had to be Oscar Mayer for whatever reason. My mom was just weird about it. (laughs) Fucking throw it in the microwave with the plastic, still on. Just put a little slit so it doesn't explode because you don't want it to explode. All right. Cook it in the plastic until it turns black and splits and is, like, hard as this fucking table here. (laughs) And then... um, and, and then I would just dump that out onto a plate with, like, a fucking fist size of ketchup and fucking just sit in front of the TV and watch Rugrats and just chop those fuckers up and eat a whole 10-pack. <laughs> just blah, blah, blah. And I was home by myself. Right. Just until my dad got home, just blah, blah, blah. Just <laughs> eating and shit, dude. Like, the, these are the habits that were created since child, you know. Right. So, like, we talked about how, like, it's a fucking challenge to change these patterns that we've had since childhood, you know, and it, it's it's fucking it's it's an everyday battle, and, yeah. and you'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna go. Cal- Let me tell you what's gonna happen. You're gonna go to California and get crazy motivated. You're gonna see how hot the chicks are. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I'm not fucking right. around because like when I was here, I never. I was like. I'm just always going to be this way. Right. I'm just going to be this way. Fuck it. You know, I'm just, this is how it's going to be. I guess this is how I am because I felt powerless. Like I couldn't change it. Yeah. Like I knew I could. It's just really hard. <laughs> <laughs> right. And like how much effort do you want to put? I mean, do you, 
I mean, do you really want to wake up at six in the morning and fucking hit the gym and fucking do fucking squats and <laughs> run and shit? Fuck no. Fuck no. You know what? <laughs> I fucking I, I get up at six and I hit the bong and I hit the gym hard and, the, and then that's my day. You know, like <laughs> I, it's just become part of my life. Now. Right. But but the problem is now I have to be really high to go to the gym. <laughs> like if I don't Why? have weed, I won't go to the gym. Why? Because uh, it's like, because it's like it's better for me. Like it, I I can um, when you're high and you work out, you sort of feel. It's like you feel every motion. You feel every muscle. Gotcha. Every like every you just feel everything. You know like and and so like I like to stretch a lot and I like to do all these different uh, body weight exercises. It just it it, it for me it. M- it takes the monotony and the laziness out of doing it correctly. Gotcha. Uh, because like if I'm not, if I don't, if I'm not in it, I'll mm. just be doing these like really shitty just, just, uh, just yeah, half-ass. Like oh my god, I can't wait until this is done. <laughs> I just want to get the fuck out of here because right. this is terrible. <laughs> fuck this. Right. This is not what I want to do. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't. But I. But you. But you just learn. And and that's something I learned from California that motivated me <clears throat> was health. Yeah. Especially if you're going to sun, uh, Southern California, I mean, it's just they're all like fucking. They're all about the size of this fucking right. flagpole here or this umbrella pole here, and you're just like, oh fuck, what the, f- <laughs> dude? I went out there and I was like 325 mm. I was, when I was out there, and I mean, I was young and I wanted to fuck, and like it's just not happening. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I just had, I had to figure it out, and right. it it took about. It took a few months, but then I started riding my bike a little bit, and then I started getting into it, and then I started seeing results, and it just sort of fell off from there. Right. I feel like once you get started as well is that you're going to just be like, oh, shit, I didn't know it was. <laughs> it's not easy, it's but not, once you get right. into this pattern yeah. where your body starts doing it kind of for you, you mm. and you see results, it's just like, you're like, wow. Right. Anyways, it, it's fucking... I. I thank California for that, for my health at least, because yeah. God, I just don't know what I'd do. <laughs> so what, what have you done? Like, when, what, what's your plan on how to get out there? Like, what, what's your, uh, what, what do you, what do you, how are you working towards that now? <laughs> Honestly, right now, my only plan, like for it, is just like just get as much money as possible, and just go. <laughs> Hell yeah! Because like, it's kind of like that Spider-Man mentality is just like take that leap of faith. And honestly, like, I have so many, like, safety nets around here that it's just, like, eventually it's just, like, even now, it's just, like, all right, I've had it, like, mm-hmm. with these safety nets. Like, I've, I'm cutting so many safety nets off right now, and it's just, like, like I have to do this. Like, if I want to do this, like, I have to take that leap of faith. I have to, I have to do it. Mm. So it's just, right now, I'm just saving up the money, and then hopefully January, maybe February, just doing it you're gonna drive out or yeah, you're yeah drive out? Drive out. dude fuck yeah man that's yeah. exciting yeah are you excited uh, you scared what, what are you feeling honestly right now i feel nothing about it just because, because like it's not it's, real yet. yeah it's not real yet but like i feel like after my album drops and then like that's one of the main things i'm focusing on mm-hmm. is just like all right of course push like, this shit yeah I mean, take it as far as you can take it right granted like after this album i'm still working on other albums mm-hmm. for people but like it's still like I'm not putting as much effort into it, I guess. I, I know that sounds bad, but, like, with my album, I'm doing, like, all the promoting. I'm doing, like, everything mm-hmm. myself, whereas, like, the other albums, it's I make the beats, send them to them. That's it. 
Yeah, well, I, mean? I don't think you're doing your job. Yeah, that's what they hired you for. That's what they hit you up for. Right. They, that don't sound bad. That right. sounds like you were hired to do. You were hired for a service. You <laughs> provide that right. service, and now that's that. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Right. I'm done with you. I got this. <laughs> right. That's interesting. Like I, that's the same thing that kind of like Baywood was saying. He just kind of felt like there's just too much. It's just too easy around yeah, here. Yeah, it's, it's way too, too easy. easy for you to just sort of like throw a rock and you got somebody coming and laying down track, or it's yeah. or you have a house to go yeah. home to, or like you're, you. <clears throat> that was another thing for sure, man. That like that responsibility of being on your own and mm. just being like, fuck. When I'm fucked, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can come home, but yeah. you don't want to do that. Nah. Like, because then you're like, come. I'm telling you, man, like a year into going out there, I turned everybody against me. All my friends I went out there with, uh-huh. turned them all against me because my drinking and my just shithead behavior. Uh-huh. And and they wanted me to move out. And they're like, you should just go back to Ohio. And I came back to Ohio for Christmas once. And I just had like a fucked up experience. And I, and I went back there. And I was like. I'm not moving. I'm not going anywhere. You guys can go. I'm not going. Yeah. I'm on the lease. You're, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait a second. Was I not on? I think I wasn't on the lease. I can't remember how it worked. In any case, I was like, fuck it. I don't even give a fuck. I'm not leaving. I'm right. staying. There's no way I'm going back here. And, and, and that sort of coming back and being like, it was winter. Uh-huh. Like, I kind of OD'd on drugs. <laughs> Like, I ruined Christmas for my family. <laughs> it was a mess. It right. was a fucking mess. And, like, I was like, that's what's waiting for me back there mm-hmm. at this point in my life. That's not what's happening. Yeah. They, they could suck a dick. Right. So we ended up working it out. But uh, that's good. <laughs> but they hated me for a really long time. <laughs> they really did not like me. Right. These are, like, my best friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, these are people I went to California with. Right. They hated me. <laughs> um. But you're right, man. You're right. Yeah. When you have too much, when you when you have too much to fall back on, you just sort of get comfortable. Right. And comfort doesn't make good fucking music no. or good art. You right. Know? It's just like, with this album, I was comfortable and. But like, there's a difference though. But you had like you had an objective. You had like right. a clear idea. Yeah. You had an idea that you wanted to uh, to to enforce. You executed it, and yeah. that's 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 good. That's right. fine. Right. But I don't know, like. The people who have heard the album said it said it's like really good, but like I don't know, dude. Like the, maybe it's just like the fact I'm just hard on myself. Mm-hmm. But like every time I hear, I'm just like I could have done this better. I could have done that better. Yeah. And it's just you like to get over that. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's coming out on Friday, man. Yeah, Friday, man. Oh uh, yeah, that's I think that's a think something you're just gonna have to get past. Yeah. I mean, is it, I know you've released other releases mm. and stuff, and this is your first album that you're releasing under your name. Right. But that's fine. He's, yeah. he's like, you know what? You you did this. You executed. Like, here's the thing. How many people start projects, especially one this intense, right. where you have all these artists, you have 30 songs. 24 features. 24 features. Like, <laughs> you know, like, how many people start something like that and finish it to, 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 to fruition? You know, like, right. here it is, world. Here right. Click here, and you can hear <laughs> it right now. Yeah. How many people go into it, like, I'm going to go do it, and then, like, two songs into it somebody fucking cancels on you another guy falls through and you're like over it and you're kind of stuck on right. these beats anyways and you're just sort of like i want to fuck my girlfriend instead anyways <laughs> and, and watch game of thrones yeah. you know over and over again so i'm just gonna go do this <laughs> nah. distractions 
that is one thing I have to say about California. That I, but I, what I prefer to California here mm-hmm. is um, the uh, lack of distraction. Right. California is basically one big fucking theme park. Yeah. You just you go and it's just fucking <laughs> chaos and gorgeous people and beautiful scenery. It's chaos. Right. There's always something to do. There's always an amazing band in town. There's always fucking someone at the beach getting fucking, you know, lifted or whatever the fuck. There's always, so- there's a hike to go to. There's a fucking this to go do. And, you know, like, right. there's always something to do. Always time for a day drinking session. Always time for a barbecue. The sun's up, bitch. Let's right. go. Let's get it. And, then, and, like, and especially Ohio kids out there. Oh, yeah. we went fucking bananas. We, right. didn't do fucking, we didn't do music for years. <laughs> we didn't do shit. We were just <laughs> fucking fucking and, and, and fucking and, and partying and right. drugging and doing dumb things. It was, it was amazing. But right. sad, too. Yeah. <laughs> I... I I know I uh, glorify my fucked up days, but <laughs> I, I do like to end it by saying it was very sad, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very sad thing. Very sad. But it was fun. Very sad. Uh, do you got to go? No. Nah, someone dice me. We're going we're, we're gonna to wrap up here soon anyways. <laughs> we're, we're fucking an hour and a half into this, huh? It doesn't feel like it, though. I didn't. It didn't. We just sort of rolled through that. Right. Um, no, it's the, the distraction of California. Uh, yeah, we were just out there. Uh-huh. And like I was talking to my friends and, the, and like my musician friends, and I was just like, man, it's just so hard. I was just over in fucking Malibu, and then we were over there, and then we went over here, and then I got a raise, and now I have an Audi, and, <laughs> <laughs> and now look at my view and shit. So right. like, there's distractions, yeah. and like artists can easily go out there and just get sucked into that. Right. And so that's one thing that I appreciate about this place is that there's so little to do that mm. I'm interested in doing right. that I'll just, I, I prefer to stay home and just work. Yeah. And that's the thing that Ohio has given me is my artist legs. Mm. Like now it's like, I know how I work. I know how I like to work. I know what motivates me. I know how to express myself kind of properly. Right. <laughs> kind of. I can't say it's great. Right. But I know that I I feel like an artist. Yeah. And like I feel like Ohio gave that to me. Gotcha. Um cuz I was so pulled in so many directions out there. I was in mm. like 20 bands. I was always touring. Fuck. I was fuck you know like I'm like I'm always on the road. I'm always doing this. I'm always doing that. I'm right. fucking there was never any time for like this, you know, like mm. fucking work on yourself, your heart and right. work on what you have, you know, work on your craft. Right. Like I was always not half assing it, but I always felt like I wasn't able to put everything I wanted into every project I was doing. Mm-hmm. Whereas right now I am able to put everything into the projects I'm working on and the results are way cooler. Right. So, I mean, it was a double edged sword. And I kind of knew that coming out here, doing this, I knew that it was going to be easier for us to get by here. Mm. I didn't know about the music. I was very f- fearful for that, but my wife pushed it. So it yeah. was a very big, <laughs> it was very hard on us. But the whole time I said, I was like, you know, you're probably right. Yeah. This is probably going to be in our best interest. Right. And it is. And it's working out really well for us. So it's, like, it's, it's, Ohio. it's uh, well, I'm from here. Right. We're like, going to go to Detroit. Anywhere. East Coast. We were gonna go to Detroit. Well, yeah. <laughs> we were gonna go to Detroit, and then my wife saw Detroit, so we don't. We didn't live in Detroit. 
we just happened to land here. Our van broke. We were on van life. We uh, were um, just living in our van, traveling around with the family and shit. Right. And um, and fucking, we, our van ended up just sort of breaking down here. <laughs> and we just because our our plan was to keep going because we were looking for a new place to move to. Uh, we were looking at like Minnesota was actually kind of cool. Minneapolis is mm-hmm. dope. Uh, we were looking at uh, Eugene, Oregon is dope. Uh, Missoula, Montana is fucking rock and roll, dude. What? I'm telling you, there's these k- cool ass little art scenes. Dude, there, I forgot man. Montana was a state. Yeah, well, <laughs> barely. It's <laughs> barely. Their their main export is DUIs. No. So <laughs> uh, that that's actually a joke that was told me by someone I, I had on Crystal. What the fuck is her name? Fuck. Sorry, Crystal. She was awesome. I yeah. love her. We still talk sometimes. Uh, I love her so much I don't remember her name. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So like, fucking, what what do you want to do out there? Like, do you want to like pursue music out there oh, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. just go full hog out there? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because I don't have a plan B. Mm. It's music or nothing. And y- so how long did you go to school? Uh, I graduated high school and then went to college for two years mm. and then dropped out. Mm. Um. Yeah, cause. Cause fuck college. Yeah, fuck boring. College. Yeah. I, <laughs> you got better things to do. My mom was pissed because I dropped out. Of, okay, so I was originally a business major, right? My first year, my second year, I switched to a music major. My mom was pissed, I bet. and then she was even more pissed when I'm like, "Yeah, I'm dropping out and pursuing music." <laughs> and dude, dude, she's like, "No, you're not. You're not doing that. You don't have a musical bone in your body. You can't oh. do that." I'm just like. Bitch, watch me. Watch me. And now I'm just like, watch me. I'm like 5,000 plays away from a million on SoundCloud, about to release a 30s track. Was album. this was this organic growth? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Like, honestly, okay. So my SoundCloud's weird. So my first two years, I had like 5,000 plays total, mm-hmm. and then there's which a, is still pretty fucking good. Right. And then like my okay. So there's a mashup I did called Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And when the election came out and Donald Trump was on the news, I just blew up. <laughs> so, like, low-key, thank you, Donald Trump, but also yeah. fuck you. Yeah, yeah fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just blew up, and, like, it's just been Ryan ever since. Sweet. Yeah. So you, you've had multiple successes on SoundCloud. Yeah. That's, a, that's awesome, man. Right. What's uh, what's one of the songs? What's one of your top-rated songs? Right uh, Donald Trump's definitely one. Um, Can we play Donald Trump? Yeah. Is that fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go for it. <laughs> what, is it about just hating on him? Uh, no, it's, uh, I, I believe it's Childish Gambino and Mac Miller mashup. Oh, you, it's just a mashup. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm not playing. Right. <laughs> I want to play your music. I want to right. play what you're doing. Um. Yeah, but let's like. Let's play a new one. Let's play another one off the uh, off the album. All right. Uh, so what should we play? Uh, I can send. Should I send one that's not on that or that's not released yet? Uh, if you want to, man. Like whatever you want to release is fine. Hmm. This is coming out on the sixth, right? Tomorrow, yes. Wait, is There's, tomorrow the sixth? No, tomorrow is the fifth. Oh no, it's coming out tomorrow. It's coming out tomorrow? Yeah. I bet. <laughs> uh, hmm. I, I've been on vacation, so I, I, I haven't been keeping up on, on new content. So. One, two, or three? Uh, three. Three? All right. Uh, this is from my dudes uh, from the bottom, from the bottom J and D. Lewis. Uh, it's called Press Play. DJ Press Play. So go and press play, yeah. FDB, we done came along. 
Jordan in the Jodeci. Biggie well known to me. Tupac took control of me. Looking for that boombox so I could play that new knife. Listening to two live, play one song more than two times. We used to kick it all the time like we was Luke Kang. Cream was the model, we listened to Wu-Tang. We was trying new things, we listened to Big Pun. Seen a lot of shit on TV, I went out and did some. I, I, I had to get on the track. I ain't talking about a chain. My uncle showed me how to put music straight on my cassette tape. My grandma told me to turn my music down. She said it had too much bass, but I listen to it anyways. I still press play. You ain't got no rhythm in the words that you say. When you hear our music, you gon' play it every day. I remember eating cereal, Weezy playing on the stereo. He was signal venereal, circle smaller than a Cheerio. Music helped me through hard times, ayy. Music helped me ease my mind, ayy. Music helped me catch a vibe, ayy. So I'm pressing play all night. So go and press play, yeah. FDB, we done came a long way, so go and press play, yeah. We from the bottom and we got something to say, so go and press play, yeah. When you hear this, you gon' play it every day, so go and press play, go and press play, go and press play. It's dope. It's a cool song. It's a. It was like an hour twenty-four album or song on the album. It was like, I've had to almost push the album back a day because. Because it was that dope. Yeah. You're like, fuck, I gotta. Like. I'm like, I was texting James, just like, dude, I need this song. He's like, give me like ten more minutes, ten more minutes, and ten <laughs> minutes turned to a day. I was like, fuck, ah. dude. I'm like, I need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, just... I need to get these physicals made. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. That, do you have the? So you have the order in and stuff. Yeah. Are you, is it gonna be here by Friday? Uh, it... it says the order will be here on the seventh. Ah, okay. Which is, I, I so I have a show at Frankie's on the seventh. Oh, tight. Yeah. So this is good. Yeah. So. Go, so, do you rap too? Uh, <laughs> Are you just DJ? Uh, so I'm a DJ producer manager, but uh, on this album I do rap. Oh, uh, <laughs> not gonna say it's well. <laughs> uh, no, like uh, there's two songs on there that I'm just definitely like, all right, these are actually good songs, and then there's two songs on there that I'm like, these can definitely be better. But that was so the two songs that are could be better were before I watched Baywood's videos, <laughs> and then the two songs that are like, all right, these are actually good, like. Are afterwards, and mm. you can definitely tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> and like before Baywood, yeah. after Baywood. <laughs> Shout out Baywood for making my album dope. Beam, beam, beam. <laughs> uh, but no, like I could I have gone in and changed them, like made them sound better. Yeah, but at the same time, like it also like kind of fits the growth of the album because like the two that are good are at the. Uh, beginning of the album, which, like, I know that kind of sounds weird. Like, oh, wouldn't you want the two that are bad at the beginning, like, to finish it off good? Uh, I, I put the worst piece of shit I've ever done <laughs> right at the top, so everything else is pure fire. Right. Uh, I mean, like, even the bad songs aren't bad, but, like, they're, they <laughs> the could definitely be <laughs> You're not. This is not how you promote albums, <laughs> right. sir. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, okay, so, like, all the, all the artists, like, killed their shit. Like, they all, like, did a great job. It's me that definitely fucked it up no in what <laughs> aspect now like in in like the quality of the beat or like mixing like what uh, what aspect mixing. is Mi so the mixing so 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 the meat of it is you're yeah. all about yeah you're fully behind right but your 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 belief in your own skills as yeah. a mix yeah because this is my first time like mixing vocals because like yeah. normally my artists do that mm -hmm. they mix their right like, they their get it mixed themselves yeah and or like 
that whoever they work with like gets it mixed. Mm. Uh, um, but yeah, this is my first time mixing vocals. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try to do this myself. So the first two songs, uh, I mix myself like just YouTube University, yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, all right, these at the time I'm like, yeah, these sound all right. Then I watch Baywood's videos, and now I'm just like, now those sound like shit. The new songs <laughs> sound sound dope, but no, like you, like I said, like even the bad too. Like they're not bad. It's right. just like they could have. Definitely could have used some work, but that would have resulted in me pushing the album back. Mm-hmm. So. And and what would have happened if you pushed the album back? Uh, well, it would have made my album release show kind of pointless. <laughs> <laughs> kind of kidding, yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, so in a couple of weeks after yeah. I get done tweaking these, because I, so look, I watched a Baywood video. Can, can I just explain to you? Before we get into the performance here, I just want to tell you, before I watched the Baywood video. <laughs> okay <laughs> but now after so there's gonna be okay yeah. so but but you can hear the difference yeah. tonally and right. sonically yeah in the mix and the master yeah. between song and song yeah but like at the same time though it kind of like i said it fits like the theme mm-hmm. of the album because it shows growth and like mm-hmm. the beginning of the album is me quote-unquote dying yeah which is the quote-unquote end but at so my album's kind of weird. The beginning of it is the end, mm-hmm. but the end of it is the beginning. Right. So it's kind of... Yeah. Yeah. If, it's not if, weird. I mean, it's like the, the death of fucking self-hatred. Right. It's the death of fucking, like, doubting yourself. Yeah. It's the death of giving a fuck about what other people care about. Right. It's kind of an ego death a little bit, yeah. you know? Right. So the death is the beginning. Right. And just like in life, death is the beginning of the next step. Right. Whatever that is. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's always the beginning, I guess. Yeah, in a weird way. In a weird way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like a good way to end it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck it. All right. So, uh, how do people get hold of you? Album shows. Let's hear it. Let's go. All right. Uh, Facebook's and Instagram. Living Will dropping June seventh. Thirty tracks, twenty four features. All your favorite Toledo artists are on it. Um, show at Frankie's. Five dollars through me, but. If you don't know me, then seven dollars at the door. <laughs> uh, or if you want tickets, I got you. Uh, I have a gig, but uh, or else I would totally go. Well, fine, fine. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. I have a very, very fucked up busy weekend. Actually, do the same. Nice. Um, it's good. It's good to be busy, right? Uh, so show June seventh at Frankie's, uh, nine p.m. Uh, fuck what up? Social media uh, at. DJ underscore press underscore play underscore on everything. Um, on Spotify, everything? Uh, I'm not on Spotify yet. Okay. Uh, so this is going to be SoundCloud yeah, release? No, this is going to be everything. Like, oh, this okay. will be everything. But so it'll just be, be DJ press play on Spotify and all that shit. Okay, but it won't have the underscores? No, it won't have anything? the underscores okay. on Spotify and Apple Music and shit. Um, but, like, Instagram... Uh, what are other social media? Twitter. I never use Twitter, but if you want to, <laughs> want to follow me on Twitter, uh, Snapchat. Uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, Stay I don't even linked, think I, baby. I don't Stay even linked. think I have a LinkedIn. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what my Snapchat is. What happened to your MySpace? <laughs> dude, I love I, MySpace. I, I, dude, were you old enough for MySpace? Dude, yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Dude, so I, dude, man, my MySpace was so ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> I had like... Uh, like on my wall, you know how like you could like edit yeah. pictures in yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I had like Little Wayne, uh, yes. and then like I had like, uh, what song was it? Uh, might have been Mrs. Officer playing. Oh, no. wee, wee, yeah, wee. And that was the song in my head. Yeah. As soon as you said Little Wayne, it was like wee 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 wee. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it had Mrs. Officer playing, and then like you scroll down, it's just like gold dollar signs and like money <laughs> and shit, dude. It was so ghetto. <laughs> uh, mine was the last time I updated it, the song was dude, this is a good question. I'm gonna add to the, the to the podcast now. Yeah. I'm gonna add it to my list of questions. What's your what's your My head, um the boondocks wallpaper in the uh, back with like you know um riley and yeah. whatever the other kid's name and pops um and then the song was by oh my god it's this band i don't even listen to anymore it's like tiger something tiger tiger maybe uh-huh. and they were like this like dancey fucking 80s throwback kind of band right <laughs> Dude, that's an interesting, <laughs> stupid question that I'm just. But how end. many people did you have in your favorites or whatever it was? Oh, I used to have like 14. <laughs> I, I, dated this, I, I dated this girl who, if I took her out of the top, uh-huh. she would fucking lose it. Like <laughs> I'm talking about like snot running into her mouth. <laughs> Like, I had to call the cops oh my to get God. her off my property because I took her off my top friends on MySpace. Fuck. Shout out. Shout out to Laura. <laughs> Shout out, Laura. Hope you're doing good, girl. I really do. I really hope you're doing Anyways. Uh, okay. DJ Press Play. Friday, the album drops. I'll put links in the show notes. Make sure you check them out. I'm fucking at his C release show. And do you have a website? Uh, I do, but it's not up yet. It'll yeah. be up, well, I guess at this point it will be. Uh, June 7th it comes out. Done. Uh, at CW3Entertainment.com. Um, it's all, you can find all my artists there. You can find me, Riley Sager, Filet Mignon, uh, Samurai Green, all of us. So. Fucking A. Yeah. All right, man, thank you. And yeah. thank you again for you know helping restore my faith in the youth because fucking... It's getting there. We're getting back to right. something, something good. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I feel like uh, I can really move forward and, and get old in grace <laughs> instead of being the out of date, out of touch old guy who's just yelling at children to get off his lawn. <laughs> you know. Right. All right, press play. All I'll right. talk to you soon, brother. All right. DJ Press Play, I appreciate you coming out to the Flying Joe in Perrysburg, Ohio. It's an excellent coffee shop. They're very supportive of young artists and people. If you do want to play there, um, you can set up and set out a tip jar. They don't pay there but because they don't have a cabaret license, so uh, they can't officially hire you. But if you bring out a tip jar and you make arrangements with them, they're happy to have you. So that's a cool place. If you're beginning or just trying to get your name out there, go to Flying Joe's, set up a gig, get your friends out there, show, you know, like get a video of you performing somewhere live and, and then start using that to book other shows. So I, I just want to shout out Flying Joe for, for being cool enough to let people, I, I know it's not paying and, and I get it, uh, but I appreciate that there is a platform that they're providing for, for people who might be starting out or people trying to get a good video or somebody, you know, just whatever it is, fine Joe. Also, um, DJ Press Play, remember, uh, June 7th, 2019, he has his album release party at Frankie's. 
He has his, his website is dropping. His album will be available on every platform, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, wherever you get your digital streaming music on. Go get yourself some. Living Will. Fucking DJ Press Play. Uh, go go get that shit. Go support them. Uh, <laughs> you can also go to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com and check out our new album, 1018. It's not that new anymore. It came out in January, but we're still pushing it because we got, you know, we got to. You got to push it. Uh, 1018, fucking, I had the honor of penning the, uh, a few of these songs alongside my wife. Super proud of it. Coolest thing I've ever released. So uh, I'm super proud of it. And let's see. Um, check out the new, newly redesigned website, WeSpeakEnglishGood.net. You can check out uh, um, our, the, the Instagram. The Instagram's popping off right now, at WeSpeakEnglishGood. Uh, the Facebook is not popping off. It's, it's pretty... It's connected to my Instagram, but whatever. Uh, anyways... <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. Again, if you're interested in coming on the show, send me your EPK, send me your album, whatever it is. Send me something so I can check you out and, uh, you know, and I will get back to you. Um, that's it, guys. Like I said, me and Raina have some gigs this weekend. If you can make it out, that's great. The, the, the biggest thing I would say, I know I just said this, that's it, but the biggest thing I would say is the Hollywood Casino because there's a cash prize and we need that money so we can release more music. I'm punching my hands together in the bathroom while I talk loudly into my headphones. Someone was asking me why I started doing the intro and outro uh, on my fucking headphones where the sound quality is even worse than the interview sound quality. And I told him it was pure laziness. And um, I have to go into the bathroom to record this because I'm up early and I don't want to wake up my family. So I am currently in our half bath. And you can hear the reverb. And uh, I'm talking into my Apple headphones headset here just because I'm too lazy to go set up my microphone in the bathroom um, this early in the fucking morning. So uh, it, 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 I have a, a noisy ass house. Like you can hear birds. Fuck those birds. You can hear fucking the, the fire alarms beeping because the batteries need to be changed. Safety first. Uh, he, there's tons of noise around here. And then if I'm talking too loud, my wife wakes up. And then it's noisy all day because she's just cranky. But she's not like... Raina's not the type of cranky to like yell all day or anything. She's just cranky, you know? You know what I'm talking about. Okay. I better stop before I get in trouble. <laughs> okay, guys. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. Um, I'll see you guys next week with Maddie LaBarber of the Redwoods Music um, uh, Collective. He's played with the Surefire Soul Ensemble. Uh, he has his own music coming out. It, 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 he's just in it. So this is San Diego guy. That will be next week. So I hope you guys are uh, take care of yourself and, and uh